Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of wrestling on your YouTube, join our cult. Hello and welcome to a thrilling, throbbing, and hopefully interesting episode of the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. You're listening to Dulcet Tones of Matthew, joined as always by Ross. How you doing, pal? You all right there, pal? How you doing? And I'm talking to myself, <laughs> uh, back from his holiday days, and joined as, not as usual, not as, as usual, unusual, yeah, yeah. we unusual should say, appearance. Mr. Fraser. Hey, Matthew, how are you? I'm all right. It's yeah. finally happened. He's bludgeoned Jack in the head. Jack's now dead. Got my revenge. He's in a field somewhere. The Scottish Gary Oak <laughs> finally wins after all. Who says, the, who says no such thing as happy endings in these stories? Exactly. Eh? Fairy tale ending. Boy, yeah. dreams become a reality. And we are interested in seeing how you're doing, but we do want to hear all about Ross's lovely holiday. I'm not going to talk about any of the holiday on this podcast. <laughs> that was I great. Was, how are you I doing, Fraser? In, I was in Benidorm. I'll tell you one thing, actually, which was really impressive, but not for the reasons that I hope people think it's impressive or why okay. I think it's impressive. Walking a bar, right, at 1 a.m., <laughs> at 1 a.m., the first night we got there, Thursday, and all of a sudden, this man, naked, but with a black cape on and a Darth Vader mask, walks on, like, the stage area in this bar, and everyone turns around going, like, ooh, what's going to happen here? And he whaps out a Segway, you know, the little ones, no handlebars or anything, just the ones that's like, the flat platform. And he starts going around the dance floor, and then all of a sudden, Princess Leia appears, also on a segue, following him round. And then all of a sudden, Darth Vader in his cape and nothing much else on, whaps off his keks, whaps off his little undercrackers, and he's out there. The man's fully naked. Look interested, Matthew. It's a good story. <laughs> oh, I am. And then I am. Princess Leia hops on to Darth Vader's segue. They're both on the same segue, no handlebars at the same time. Uh-huh. And they start having intercourse in front of us. It was a show that they get paid money to do. And we were there when they rocked up in this bar and we didn't know what to do with ourselves. And for the next 10 minutes, they were doing all these impressive things all on a Segway. And I was just more impressed at the fact they didn't fall off the Segway because my main exposure to the Segways is Instagram Reels compilations of people just falling arse over tit. Mike Tyson, when he, got, say Mike Tyson, when he yeah, got one yeah. for Christmas and cracked his head off the floor. <laughs> and these two were upside down, round and round. It was incredible to watch. So... That's the only bit I'll talk about. How many drinks did you have? Wait, that's that the happened? only bit you'll talk about. Well, God no. knows what the rest of the stuff's <laughs> going to be like. We got, back, we got to the hood. Well, got to like Benidorm at like sort of nine o'clock, I think the plane landed. Then we sort of at the hotel accommodation thingy for like um, 10 uh-huh. out. And then a couple hours later, this is what happened. 
Wow. Is it bad that I'm most concerned with that going, hang on, Leia and Vader were getting it on? <laughs> are they familiar with the work of Star Wars or were they cheapest outfits in the... Is that not right, is it not? No. no uh, that's, they're they related. Your, your big, your big uh, this is gonna be, thing. This is going to be Yeah, you're right. Area. Yes, that's right. It's just purely down to preference. You're right. <laughs> that's going to be a bit of another big reveal for Ross, though, about Star Wars. Jabba the Hutt, isn't it? He fancies Leia. Yeah, but Darth Vader is Leia's dad. Darth Vader is Leia's dad. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> that puts a totally new spin on everything. So hang on, he's so Leia and Luke are tw are twins. Leia and Luke are twins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's a weird bit at the end of Empire. Yeah. Oh no! A new hope. They kiss. Oh yeah, they kiss at some. Uh, Why? And then it's revealed. Well, they don't, they're they're they don't realise. They don't realise. The, the third film, which I know you're going to see soon. Uh, <laughs> and I, oh, oh, right. Yeah, and, so that's, uh, that's like a setup to an actual adult film. That <laughs> they don't know their brother and sister. Oh, bring on the segways. There we go. But yeah, Benedorm's <laughs> got a reputation, and I can fully see why. <laughs> I think Ross's holidays uh, segment that we've got in the podcast is almost as good as Ross discovers stuff about Star Wars. <laughs> I had no idea about that. I th yeah, it adds a whole new layer to what you witnessed. A whole new layer. Look at Fraser. Ari yeah. Merton in his keep. Thank you. A whole new one. layer. Why is that? A whole new layer. Oh, Princess Leia. Yeah. Sorry, I thought it was like an episode title or something. Ah. Yes, it's episode <laughs> 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 A whole new layer. New layer. <laughs> Oh, oh dear! I'm glad you had a good time though. Yeah. I had a really, I had too yeah. good of a time. I've not recovered since. My body's shutting down. I'm in nearly. I'm 31 in two weeks. You need to get yourself segue. Three, three, three slash four <laughs> days. <laughs> I couldn't keep me balance on them. It was honestly, I did. I couldn't give a toss about what was happening. You know, the body right. on the body, yeah. the incest Choice. that was happening in front of us. <laughs> I was more impressed with the um, just the balance. It was really, really good. Benadorm, <laughs> drinking, Star Wars, <laughs> incest. Segways. Speaking of segways, wrestling news. Um, Ian uh, Rigaboni, hope I'm getting that name right, mm -hmm. uh, signs multi-year AEW contract, uh, which is good news for people who have ears. He's he a sassy a cowboy, isn't he? He confirmed on Twitter that it had happened, and he wanted to point out, quote, it wasn't the hat. It happened before the hat, by the way. Although it, if it hadn't happened, I'm sure the hat probably would have helped it, tweeted Rigaboni. Rickaboni. He is a good commentator, isn't he? But it's interesting for Collision, isn't it? Because what does this mean for Kevin Kelly? Uh, hopefully he can just do the backstage interviews like yeah. the oldie days of SmackDown. <laughs> I preferred Rickaboni to, to Kevin Kelly. I, on I, it. I love Kevin Kelly, but uh, yeah. he sounded like he was on the edge of his seat with the notes and stuff he'd been given. Like he was yeah. coming, like loading very slowly, like an old internet. It wasn't <laughs> as seamless as how Rickaboni and McGuinness felt. Yes. And we'll get onto it, I'm sure, in Collision. That's because... Nigel was wearing his Freddie P. He looked more comfortable behind the commentary yeah. table. Yeah. Up the Freddie P. Didn't have any shoes on. Uh, Kenny Mega addresses Tiger Driver 91 criticism. Uh, he said, quote, There are a lot of people criticizing who do not have my best interests at heart. They just want to put a dark mark, a dark mark, like on Harry Potter, on that match, which is a performance I'm extremely proud of. And performances like that will be few and far between as I get older and older. And it goes on for a bit. And he said, There are people who want to complain and put themselves on a pedestal by saying what we did was dangerous. Well, you think? So, so, he says, <laughs> so yeah. I've been asked, uh, why did we do it? It made sense the match. It evoked emotion. Sure, there's always a risk. Look at the way Mike Tyson boxed. His style was so dangerous. He stayed so close to his opponent. What was he doing boxing in style? Shouldn't he have fought more stick and move and waited for the counter punch? No, no. And Stop. it goes on for about Mike Tyson comparison for a while. And he just says, shut the F up. Uh, strange, because I've never thought of Mike Tyson and... Can you make it together? There's and a, we've had mentioned Mike Tyson twice now. So. Yeah, it's twice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the Mike we Tyson. We did a segue in Mike Tyson again yeah. for this. There's a big difference between legitimate sports like boxing 
and what professional wrestling is. Obviously, you know, we appreciate everything they put their bodies through and whatnot, but it's not a legitimate sport and contest where you, you, you don't have to do moves like that. What, boxing? <laughs> well, yeah, basically, yeah. Oh, these days, isn't it? It's pretty much wrestling now, isn't it? Boxing? Hey, 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 you uh, leave yeah. Wings of Redemption alone, all right? <laughs> <laughs> and UFC, that's pretty much wrestling now as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, it's just, it was just looking at the videos where he gets, you know, done up the taint by the guy with the, the chisel, that guy who does the body cracking oh, yeah. and whatnot, that guy, I keep referring to him, and seeing how just generally knackered he was, then seeing that move happen to him, you're a bit like, oh, Kenny, what are you doing there, pal? It did come from, well, no, because we did it on the podcast, didn't we? And I know from well, us, it came from a genuine sort of concept of like, don't lose your head, pal. Like literally have your, your head fall off your shoulders. Yeah. He's all right. He's lost an inch. Bailey injured at the live event. The damaged guitar members suffered the injury while competing against Asuka, Bianca Belair and Charlotte Flair in a WWE Women's Championship match. Bailey suffering an apparent injury to her right knee with the X being thrown up. So a bad sign, but she tweeted, it'll be all right. Thanks, everyone. Bit of ice, good sit down, eat an orange. Hopefully it doesn't keep her out for too long. She went, it's all right, because Evander Holyfield used to wrestle like this. It's a famous boxer. <laughs> I know. It he just didn't work, did it? It was just rubbish. <laughs> that's, that's why those adapting silence, man. Move have on. Bit Move his ear on. Off, really. But it, I think it's interesting, though, because they could now prolong the EO Sky brain with the briefcase with Bailey just like yep. chirping her ear for a year. I'm if she is going to be injured that long, I don't know how long she's out for. I'm worried that EO thing's going to end in a failed cash-in. And why would you put that in a universe? I think, Fraser? I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be a failed one. I think it's gonna be Bailey's fault, and I'm hoping this injury doesn't derail whatever storyline they have going. But I think, yeah, I think upon return of injury, we'll we'll see Bailey and EO probably feud immediately. Good wrestling match, yeah. Yeah, yeah. would AW's issued the band moves list to talent. Uh, Tiger driving 91. <laughs> <laughs> Funny people, right? <laughs> no unprotected chair shots to the head. Fair enough. This was just this came this hours after yeah. we saw a pack hit Kenny Omega with one, but obviously it was hair with his hand over the thing, but whatever. No shots to the back of the head in general. Unclear whether the chair shots are the shots in general. Uh, no buckle bombs or blind moves in the turnbuckles. No fencing responses, mimicking unnatural positions of arms while in concussions, and no she's seizure cells by the seesaw, um, like Brian Dunn set up Forbidden Door too, which annoys yeah. some people. No spitting or bleeding in the crowd, so it's MGF. That's why MGF's turned face. <laughs> no weapons or projectiles in the crowd. See above. No taking foods or drinks in the crowd. See above. No physical <laughs> contract with the crowd. See above. Nothing with blood on should be thrown in the crowd. I mean. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Spots and bumps on the ring apron outside TLC spot in and out the ring, only allowed with padding. Any elevated spots outside the barricades. This is going on for a while now. All pile driver tombstone variants, including sit out. What? We're not like Moves and spots only be performed. Ah, sorry, the little bit there missed. Moves and spots that only be performed following approval from medical coaching and training staff. Oh, right, I was going to say. That oh, were well, the AW people must have approved Omega to take that move then. Excuse yeah. me. I mean, to be fair, like if you slow it down, he. He does land on his shoulders and not his neck, but it's still... Come it's, on, Fraser. It's like, ooh. Come on now. He travelled at 100 miles an hour towards yeah. that match. Mm. <laughs> he's a pro. He's a pro. If he could do it on a Segway, I bet you he could. Yeah. That's yeah. that's where the future lies. It's wrestling on Segways. Seg you yeah. saw it, yeah. Seg wrestling. That <laughs> it, didn't work at it all. It literally would be a Tiger driving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And you have to see, stay safe in wrestling. Anything can happen, especially mm. if you're Don Callis <laughs> at Triple Mania. One of the, I don't know, 16 Triple Manias having this year. I think it's Triple A's strategy to have every event is every Triple, triple Mania. Mania. Yeah. <laughs> so 
Uh, Don Callis was legitimately attacked by a fan at a post-show press conference following the Omega versus Vikingo match, says Brian Alvarez, even though we saw the video was clearly a member of the press or security already. It's hard to tell. Omega was being interviewed by people, and Don Callis showed up and was like, ha, ha, you bitch. <laughs> and uh, did a stomping with Takeshita, who's also in his big field. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it just looked like security's got a bit... Carried away, really. Yeah. Shoot took him down, and Don Callis in one of the videos he saw was like, what the F? Jesus Christ, <laughs> calm down. Uh, apparently, he was uh, hurt by this, which considering what happened. Emotionally he or con- physically? He says he concussed his eardrum and busted open his mouth. Was concussed his down. eardrum? <laughs> his eardrum's just in his ear going, oh, I need to sit down, Don. <laughs> I'm just quoting the Brian. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it seems to be a guy just like, oh, it looks a bit serious here because Don Carlos did push a camera person beforehand. Mm. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, here we go. Yeah, I didn't really take I took it with a pinch of salt when I saw Alvarez doing it because he's in there with the AEW Brian. He's in yeah. there. Yes. He's in there. And it's then you there. see the footage and you're in there, mate. <laughs> Grab your coat, you've pulled Tony Khan. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I saw the footage and I was like, yeah, it's got to be someone who was allowed to be on the pitch because there was no fans on the pitch, yeah. was there? Yeah, so. Yeah. Eh. He's concussed his eardrum. He's concussed his eardrum. Certainly has. <laughs> Bless him. I've never heard that before in my life. Concussed his eardrum. <laughs> Medical expert, Brian Alvarez. <laughs> Booker T accepts Ryback's fight challenge. <laughs> we need to see yeah. this. We need to see it. The beef started when Booker made the comment that Ryback talks like someone who was more of a veteran of the wrestling business than he actually is. The Hall of Famer, which is Booker T in this. Uh, <laughs> uh, also criticized the big guy for taking frequent shots at WWE in recent years and questioned why he hasn't really worked anywhere else since 2016. It's a fair comment. I mean, I saw a Ryback match at uh, WrestleCon 2017, I think it was, mm-hmm. against Cole Cabana. Great match, yeah. was it? It was really yeah. good. Oh, five stars. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ryback put a challenge out to me for a fight, says Booker. He said a Bellator fight. He said, look, Bellator don't want no parts for fight between Booker T and Ryback. Reality of Wrestling, Booker T's company, might put something on like that, but no real big organization is going to do anything like that. But as far as the challenge goes, I accept Ryback's challenge to a fight. Now, this is what I need Ryback to do. Just go out on his platform and say, anytime he sees Booker T in public, it's on. <laughs> the green light between both of them, and nobody's going to get sued. If we just happen to run each other and something happened to happen, it just happened. Uh, I want to get out there. You know what the thing is? I don't even know why he called me out. I did say I wouldn't shake his hand because of some words that what he said. I think I was valid for that. But that as it may, what his excuse was, the reasons he said, I did say when he posted the thing that he was going to AEW. Come on, man, quit playing. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes on for a bit. And I'm I'm at all the big shows, so just show up, he told him. Uh, the 58-year-old also joked that the really would add 15 years to his current Which deal one's that? if he beat up the former IC champion. Which one's 58 years old? Is that you're 58 years old? Like, you have to guess, don't you? Uh, Booker T. This, so, is, this, this all leads, ro- lead, all roads lead, I should say, to Ryback and NXT from the back of this. And yep. some sort of yes. crisp eating competition where Booker T takes him down by eating a hotter crisp. Yep. And a supermarket brawl. Oh, yeah. Big yeah. fight in a supermarket. The NXT. Where they finish with crisps. In the crisp aisle. In the crisp yeah. aisle. With right back, just emptying a bag of like yeah. going, hot Cheetos in. No, no he bread. Hits him with bread. No water. <laughs> hits him with water. Just, and he cut, right back, cuts him off at crisps. <laughs> He's NXT Anonymous. Oh, God, Fraser, don't. <laughs> this giant hawking dude getting, hiding behind a bush. He's exactly, getting a little camera. bit of rouse behind this table after you saying that. Ryback is NXT yeah. Anonymous. Wait, yeah, yeah. Can, you, can you hear a noise behind there? It sounds like that bush is eating <laughs> potato chips. <laughs> 
Uh, RVD was not a fan of his last WWE run. Uh, someone commented about, oh, it's the 10-year anniversary of uh, his re return match. And RVD says, actually, I did a fantastic 90-day run in 2013 and then another five-month run in 2014, which sucked monkey balls. <laughs> I have no agree with This is honest, them. yeah. It felt like, I remember, because I was just getting into the wrestling content game when RVD was doing that five-month one. And he was just losing every week, wasn't he? Yeah, mm -hmm. he was getting bigger reactions than the people he was in with. And you're like, isn't he supposed to be making them look good? But people are like, it's RVD! Yeah. He's like, oh no, this is not working Because he had out. that weird thing where Ricardo Rodriguez was his manager. Was that part of the 90-day oh, run or was that part God. of the five-month run? Because we knew he faced Del Rio at SummerSlam. That must have been in 2013, thing. but oh. I can't remember. He must if... have been about two years old when all this took place. Yeah. How can you remember this? Yeah, it was, it was quite a young <laughs> whippersnapper. How old did I would have been 15? I'd have been 15. That's I was memory. She, she was, was overachieving back then. Sorry, yeah. she was only 15 years old. Michael Kane. Michael Kane. <laughs> Smo Joe talks about the infamous <laughs> yeah. promo. Uh, Smo Joe uh, says that I was there for it live and it was hilarious. I was standing to the other side of the camera guy laughing. To Scott's credit, I think it was only a two-take go. I think the first take was just because maybe Petey Williams broke because nobody was really expecting it. <laughs> it was hilarious. Still is, Joe said. Release the first take. We need I it. Know, yeah. <laughs> Please go back and find it. We imagine, need the Scotty cut. Imagine yes. if it's word for word as well, the first take and the second take, just the exact same. Hmm. <laughs> That'll be, that would He's, be more incredible well, than the, the, the second. The math does add up. He's been <laughs> rehearsing <laughs> it for <laughs> weeks and weeks and weeks for that moment. I was going to say, that would be more impressive than the segue stuff. I saw if it was exactly <laughs> the same. Incroyable. Je ne sais quoi. But I wonder if they'll ever release it today. Will they ever release the first cut? The first. They need to. They've got to. That the, would do millions on the they'll internet. They'll have taped over the tapes just to say. <laughs> this is this is TNA 2008 we're talking about here. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well. Like a Joker promo or something on it. Yes. Let's segue over the next bit. I'll talk over Fraser some more. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. Ah, the Hall of Fame. Before we get into that, though, uh, we did get Ooh. a lovely correspondence from someone. And it is oh. relevant to what we do here. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say their full name now, otherwise they'll get sued. Mm. You don't know who I'm talking yeah, about. It's oh, Sue Kane. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Cultaholic. Ooh, that's us. I just wanted to take the time to thank you for my induction in the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. This was uh, two weeks ago. I apologize, as I would have turned up to accept the award in person, but accidentally spent a week locked inside a walk-in freezer. <laughs> I had to spend big bomb. I'd spent seven days living off of frozen chips, micro pizza, and fat-free ice cream, which honestly wasn't that bad. I'm also impervious to cold, as ice, of course, flows through my blue veins. So the temperature was actually quite pleasant. While I am no longer allowed to call myself blue, <laughs> it was probably for the best, as I don't have to associate myself with any red politicians. Still blue, still have snow powers, still coming for Matt Cardona and Gene Money. See my emergence at TNT August 19th. Lots of love. <laughs> blue, cultaholic, <laughs> Hall of Famer. Ice cube emoji. Ah, oh, thank you, Blue K. <laughs> thank you, Blue K. It's like crystal yeah. meth in <laughs> Let's go with a healthy cereal, but you know what? I prefer <laughs> that one. 
<laughs> yes, uh, he would have uh, come sooner, but yes, he's been locked out of his tour account for some reason. Yes. Oh, poor guy. Some of our impersonation, whatever. <laughs> anyway, that was two weeks ago. Thank you, Blue K. Uh, and condescending honor from last week, the bad F1 national anthem that we couldn't play, uh, 21%. Makes sense. Uh, Hulk Hogan and his excellent orange Kermit ventriloquism, 28%. But by a clear margin, evil Uno huffing hangman in the widge. 51%. Of course, that was Andrew. It was even written like Andrew. So, yeah, good shout there. Congratulations, Evil Uno did not. Oh, God, wrong. it's me, is it? And yeah. You are Andrew. You're Andrew. Well done. I am Andrew. Andrew is you. Andrew is me. We are just like Princess Leia and Darth Vader. Yeah. Which In ones? many respects. <laughs> I've read those fanfic. What have you got for us this week? I'm going to have to go for Adam Cole and MJF's relationship on, on the television at the moment. It's... We can see where it's going. Well, can we see where it's going? Someone's going to turn on someone, yeah. but who's who's going to who's going to throw the first turn? <laughs> well, what I like that. Well, what do you think? Because I have been going. Wow, shades of Ric Flair, Sting, '95 here. But Jack's going. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> as he always does, as he's as he uh, struggles to hold the door open for someone. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I was just that was amazing. <laughs> Thank you. That's the clip for this yeah. week. <laughs> Let's this fairy nonsense. Yeah, so Jack said that, and then well, all right. But he's he reckons that the, there's not going to be no no one gets all the point now. <laughs> no, go on, continue, please. Yeah. <laughs> he went, the whole I, thing like that. Yeah. He went, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they're both going to turn. And I'm like, what was that? He's going to hate me. That's such, nice, <laughs> that's such a nice time. You've got the puppet there as well. Yeah, but he's useless now. You had such a nice time on Saturday. Yeah, me and him hanging out. Oh, really? Fair yeah. enough. That's gone now. That's never going to happen again. <laughs> yeah, but the square one. Yeah. But yeah, he, he correctly pointed out, he's a very astute, uh, articulate wrestling head of his, said that he doesn't think that, that MGF's just going to set him up just to turn on him. And everyone's in on the joke. People are enjoying this. He thinks if anything's going to happen, Adam Cole's going to turn on MGF. MGF's going to turn face. And I go, are you are you mad? <laughs> and he immediately caved in and went, yes, you're right, Matthew. <laughs> I agree with him. <gasps> I I think it's going to be Adam Cole that turns, but he won't turn him heel. It won't turn it MGF face because Adam Cole's character hasn't really changed at all. He's just come back from an injury and everyone's gone, we like you. So he's getting cheered now. He, he is just as likely to turn on MGF as MGF is to turn on him. And just MGF genuinely will get to it later in the Dynamite section. But he did look gutted at the end of their segment. Like, he genuinely looked gutted. And I think it will be Cole that turns at all in. Well, Cole's made a mistake, hasn't he? He put his hands on the World Championship and yeah. uh, MGF was like, no, no, no. No, no, no. But he didn't let Cole know he was thinking that. So... Unless that's what they want us to think, that MJF's going to turn on Cole off the back of that, or maybe Cole will get him in there before. We don't know, do we? Either way, it's some of the go either way. best mm. thing that they've got going at the moment. Oh, and he started playing that mishmash theme, mm. and MJF's reaction, it was just... And then the double clothesline for the win. Finally. Just Teased it. Teased it. Audio, audio listeners don't know what I'm doing. I'm doing the old... Come on. Giovanni Vinci. Yeah. I learned it in Bennett. I was there with an Italian. And that is a thing of like... I thought you said Natalia. I thought you said <laughs> N- Natalian. Oh, Natalia. <laughs> I was there with Natalia. Me Italian. and Natalie walking down the Bennett home strip. No, an Italian. This, when you do that with your hands, there's not like, oh, that's a good thing. That's like, what are you doing, pal? What are you doing it's with outrageous. your life? Oh. So, wow. You just have to be careful how you use it. Then. That's just us typical British folk. They don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's that's flipped my world upside down. Yeah. That revelation has. Uh, yeah. Right, but yeah, MJF and Cole's stuff on TV currently. Good show for the Good Hall show. of Fame. Second place was always me. You're up next. Yeah. Well, mine is surprisingly positive, and it is about wrestling. Believe it or not, thought I'd break the streak because obviously last week did well for wrestling, <laughs> and it is last week's NCL show that we all went to. First cultaholic. You were well, watching yeah, Vader yeah. and Leia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, NCL ring. Oh, Efren. Oh, Efren. Oh, that's not your game. Don't rest them, right? Bring us up to your level. Don't come down to ours. <laughs> know, sorry. Yeah. Uh, we had a lovely time going to the most attended NCL show that they've ever had at the yeah. Walker Dome. The and I had no dome. idea that Walker had a dome until I went and went bloody hell. There it is. It was a big dome. You yeah. could hardly miss it. I was walking along going, oh, that's, that's the dome. It is a literal. Dome, yeah. like the Tokyo Dome. Yeah, I was there with... Uh, <laughs> I, thought, I, thought, I, thought, I thought, like, there we go. <laughs> Just like the Tokyo it's Dome. A bit in Walker, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit cheaper to get to. And I was going there with Martin Dean, who goes to, like, all the events, like myself, so I mm-hmm. saw him. Uh, I was getting the bus there, and I saw him, him like, at the... I guess you call it a bus station at the in town and going, oh, which one should I get? I'm like, man, man. <laughs> so I got there and he's like, oh, it's going to be like a, oh, it's a dome to like a leisure center. Ooh, I really like shows like this. I went, I know it's shocking, isn't it, Martin? E, a wrestling event where you know the toilets are going to be working. It's going to be stuff to get drink and food from mm. and the lights are going to work. Oh, There's a library. E, I hate it. A yeah. library? There's a library it's in there. It's not a leisure center then, is it? No, no. <laughs> yeah. They had a sign for the Walker Dome Library. Oh. I think there was a hidden, hidden wee bit around the back with books it was a bit boring but it was pretty empty but it was a nice nice venue for the oh, for the rest was like hey bucket bowers can you leave me alone please <laughs> God, what be doing. but we went there and it's the first live wrestling event i've been to this year i think by god is that actually true is it, it is yeah. jesus and um, no, no, apart from the NCL events being too God. Yes. I actually forgot about them. That's bad. <laughs> but it was just such a lovely celebration of just the hard work they've put in, apart from a few little guest stars here and there, like Scott Duarte and Gangrel, who were both lovely. Yeah. And yes, all the dads were like telling their kids, look, 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 when I was a kid, are you still a vampire? <laughs> You're a mortal, son. Fanging and bagging, son. <laughs> Let me tell you about yeah. it. <laughs> well, we're going to sing his song when he comes out. We're going to go, wow. <laughs> And How uh, many people did the old hee hee hee? Oh, we, me, <laughs> we, we, I like we're doing it. Rumble up to the rumble. Lot, yeah. <laughs> and it was just a lovely event. Gone, wow, they started at the Riverside, doing Nike Brewery, a lovely positive event. All the matches hit, everything worked. Mm. Slater versus Slater was the main event. Leon Slater, who's about 12, is suddenly main event in and winning championships and going over to America again, the show they yanks how to wrestle, <laughs> uh, which is, you'll be telling people how, uh, twice his age how to do it properly. And he like, bloody hell. It was a very, very positive experience. Yeah, the whole show hit. And I'm obviously a bias working for them, but like mm-hmm. the entire show, every single match was a good match. There wasn't a sort of low point. The crowd was into it for the entire three and a half, four hours. Yeah. And the dome made such a, uh-huh. a great uh, the amplifier for the noise. was massive. Uh, it did feel really, really big. We had over 700 people there. which was, Yeah, which was 712. Good. So yeah. you can, you can give us the fiver after the podcast, Fraser. Yeah, 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 we'll yeah. do. We'll do. <laughs> I've just, just got a book from the library that I stole. Um, yeah, I just want to say, like, go and so not rather than say NCL specifically, because no, yeah. that's not going to bloody win. It's just go into live wrestling. Mm. Yeah, because it's been a while. Live wrestling's good. Yes. Um, yeah, all the wrestlers are happy. Uh, we got the seat sit at the the little thing away from the plebs. <laughs> 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 away from the plebs. <laughs> that you were winning your your argument there. Have an experience both. I'd rather begin with the plebs, me. There were people there that I knew and wanted to sit with, but there wasn't any room. <laughs> <for a pack laughs> like, I got there a bit later on because 
Oh, and by the way, 10 out of 10 for calling the event Thunderstruck because the song that they always use is ACDC's Thunderstruck. Mm. And there was thunder and lightning. Was there? Absolutely. And the heavens opened up. So got there a bit later than usual. And all the seats have been taken. So I was like, all right, fine. It's as if God knew. Exactly. Praise be. God is a fan of Northeast (laughs) wrestling. So that was the biggest Northeast Tyneside wrestling show since WCPW. Bankrupted by Cody Rhodes. Nah, Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. Yeah. And Rey Mysterio. Yep. Nah, pretty much Kurt Angle. (laughs) Kurt Angle. (laughs) Kurt Angle. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Don't know how much it costs. Yeah, I do. Then we do. <laughs> yeah. Fraser, what is your Hall of Fame pick, and why is it Kurt Angle's massive, <laughs> massive budget? Yeah. Uh, we you briefly mentioned it before the broadcast, but I'm, I'm nominating Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible um, because I, I went I went to the cinema quite a bit this weekend. I went to see Indiana Jones and Mission Impossible, but I also watched Top Gun and a couple of the other Mission Impossibles at the weekend. And I used to think that I ironically enjoyed. Mission Impossible and Tom Cruise and in pretty much everything like it was sort of an ironic enjoyment. He's just really good. Like he can he can act, and I was really invested in the new Mission Impossible and all the stunts. It was like Uncharted two come to life. Um, yeah. Mm. But then I also watched Fast and Furious. <laughs> I watched Fast X. Fast oh 10. yeah, you see that as well. Yeah. And it's sort of I always think Mission Impossible and Fast and the Furious are very two sides of the same coin. Yeah. No, they're not. Mission Impossible is really good. Fast X is dreadful and everyone else everyone in the film knows it's dreadful but vin diesel who plays it completely serious but i, I just wanted to appreciate tom cruise for being tom cruise and and doing he he drove a motorbike off a mountain and i've just, not oh. seen a single mission impossible but i've seen all the stunt like videos on oh, yeah, youtube yeah. Mm. like it was on that massive building in dubai yeah held on at the side of a plane went yeah. on five thousand foot i, I think yeah it's on graham Norton, wasn't he when he uh, broke his foot or his ankle doing I, the jump did the jump over the building yeah. broke yeah. his ankle continued on with the take uh, incredible. What a pro. Well, absolutely. Obviously, there's the Scientology thing. I was going to say, that is a big... But you know that film? I might look into it. It was a good film. I might look mm. into Scientology now. <laughs> no one. That's, <laughs> that's, not that's, not that's, that's recording that there, you know, that thing over there. <laughs> it's not. I'm not going to. It was, uh, but he's, he was a good actor. Good actor. Mm. Great film. Go and see Mission yeah. Impossible. I'm intrigued. So I've seen the same stunt stuff as you. I've only seen and enjoyed Mission Impossible 1. I did see 2, okay. yeah, whatever, and saw 3 and went, this is rubbish, this. So I've oh, never three. seen any of the post-3 good era oh, they're all Mission Impossible. Unironically good. good Mission Impossible films just that like we're in now. Tom Cruise choosing his favourite directors to make a spy film, and they're all great. Joel, do you like them? Thumbs up, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Mission Impossible Fallout. Fallout's great. That's the best. Yeah. Fallout New Vegas. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's funny you talk about Fast X. I realize, oh yeah, I did see that this year. And you are right. I look at these going, this is what like a lot of people watch and enjoy. Mm-hmm. And they're going, okay, it's like editing, very expensive, all the stuff like that. I liked Aquaman in it. And he's he was fantastic. Ha- is the story it up. that he gets injured or concussed and then wakes up as a gay man? No. Because I saw be. this on Twitter. <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> He's like at the yes, start of the film. Yes, we can reveal spoilers. Because <laughs> <laughs> someone put a clip on there where he's like, before something happens, he's all like, ooh, I'm Jason Momoa. Ooh. And then he's all like, whoa, I'm yeah. Jason Momoa. <laughs> Afterwards as well. Never believe Twitter kids. <laughs> I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, there was a car and he goes, oh. <laughs> goes, oh, what are you doing here? You're hot. Uh, but yeah, Vin Diesel's acting in the Fast films is curious to me because so I remember Triple X, he was capable of emoting. Mm-hmm. And now he just seems to go like, 
family. <laughs> and he's making like a trillion dollars doing yeah. it, so fair play to him. But I'm like, it didn't used to be like this. Yep. He, he looks like he's been stung by a bee sandwich he's just consumed before <laughs> going out there. And he just goes, I'm like, fair play, get also the money, in, mate. But. In that film, John Cena hits an attitude adjustment on someone <laughs> through a floor. They just crashed through a whole floor. It was incredible. But I'm nominating uh, Mission Impossible That's and Tom Cruise. Cena is making a lot of money playing Cena yeah, in a yeah. lot of roles at the minute, isn't he? Getting he's, he's doing the rock method. It, yes. Mm-hmm. He was also in at the very, very last. Right at the last minute, yeah. Spoilers. He's going, wait, what happened to Aquaman? He got hit by a head. He's going, oh, <laughs> oh, all right. He says, I, he starts on the camera, because I don't want to hear anybody say Black Adam was bad after this. <laughs> but yeah, there Tom Cruise in the Mission Impossible. Uh, MJF and Adam Cole's stuff on television at the moment. Cooks, anyone said Jack? Uh, sorry, Ross's Benidorm story. <laughs> um, that's not what's going on in the Hall of Fame. And going to a lovely local wrestling show with your mate. I might change my your impression of Jack. <laughs> Can you do it as a joint ballot? No, I'm going to change it. His no, impression of Jack. I'm going to have to put up with him. <laughs> sorry, Just... Jack. Jack, I'll say this with love. Because I'm not here next week. And oh, I oh, yeah, you're you're be... lobbing a grenade in the room and running out. <laughs> <laughs> these three picks. What was yours? Uh, your impression of Jack. Matthew's impression of Jack, which happened seconds ago. <laughs> Love you, Jack. I can't wait to hear what it's like in two weeks' time when I'm back. Yeah, yeah. you remember that thing? You're like, no, I don't. I have no idea what you're talking about. Just have your face looking like it's just eating a bee sandwich because Jack's yeah. going like that. Yeah, well, I was a big fan of Vin. Uh, uh, wake up, I'm straight. So, don't bring me those things. Picture.com, old Tashkalolic, place your votes. I'm sorry, Jack, I love you. This is this week in the wrestling. It's this bloody week in the wrestling. Ah, <sighs> the week in wrestling. WWE SmackDown, protect your neck by the Brutang clan. Oh, nice phrase. Thank you. Nice. Oh. Thank you. Got nothing to mess with. You can't sing any of that song, Matthew. Move on. The show kicked off with Bianca Belair, who was, in typical Charlotte Flair fashion, interrupted by Charlotte Flair. The two went back and forth over who should be the next champ, but they agreed that if Belair wins a championship match tonight on SmackDown, they will face off at SummerSlam for the title. Yeah. It's only fair. I'm always really interested to hear the reaction Bianca got, because she has been a bit of a dick, but a justified dick. Right. Therefore, it's nice to see that the little sort of, you know, I don't know if it's a gamble, but the gamble's paid off. People can see how she's been justified in being a dick, like getting the title match ended in the DQ right, right. and stuff like that. And then, because Charlotte basically did the same thing, but she's really unlikable, so she gets the opposite reaction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it's, it's, right. it's just nice because her character got a bit stale for a while, so her being a dick is fine. Mm. It's good fun. It's like Bret Hart. Exactly. Yeah. You steal, steal from the best. Yeah. Isn't that right, FDR? <laughs> uh, following their involvement last week in Sheamus' United States Championship match, Pretty Deadly take on the Brawling Brutes, Sheamus and Ridge Holland. Pretty Deadly picked up the win after Elton Prince exposed the turnbuckle, who were, which Ridge Holland ran into throat first, before Prince hit him with a leg drop for the pin, which is at least better than a drop kick, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly, though, Elton Prince picked up a shoulder injury here following a back body drop pounce from Ridge Holland. Right, it was, like, it was like, yeah, it was kind of like a pounce back body drop, and it looked quite sore. He was really nursing his shoulder for the rest of the match. Yeah. He took two that. of them as well, so you know, it was like one of them did it the first he time took, or the like, second. Yeah. All of the offense after the injury, it was like they didn't even protect him in the slightest. Yeah. But That's I why guess. he's a femme fatale, lads. That's why he's a femme fatale. Yeah. Ooh la la. Ooh la, la. You, could, you could tell he was out because when Seamus is like doing his big old dive the outside, it's just like, it's just one of them. So it's like, no, 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 Seamus, I'm not taking yeah. that. Like, <laughs> so. I hope um, it doesn't keep him away for too long because like Pretty Deadly have been all right. A lot of fun since they're been. They felt fit very well on the main roster. I think more so than NXT actually, in a sense. Oh. They just for me, they seem like a big deal 
big and bigger than NXT. You want to say to that? Yes, boy. Yes, yes, yes boy. Yeah, yeah. I feel bad for Ridge at this point, though. I was going to say. I just yeah. want to have a stretch of like six months where nothing goes wrong because it's going wrong a bit too much. He had to delete yeah. his Twitter over the weekend. I saw that because uh, he was getting pelters and he had to explain, no, no, it didn't happen here. It happened here. That's the Ridge Holland That's impersonation. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Wow. But fair play to Elton as well for carrying on because you kind of imagine your shoulder hanging off and doing a big old leg drop off the top rope. <laughs> yeah. Goodness yeah, me. But yeah, it's a shame that people are like, oh, you're the blame for this. You're the blame. Like, these things happen. It's yeah. wrestling. So mm-hmm. uh, we get a recap of Bailey and EO Sky attacking Shotzi backstage a few weeks ago where she cut her hair. Bailey then beat Zelina Vega after a bit of back and forth match, which gave Zelina a nice spotlight. I agree with that. Bailey won with the Rose Plan. Following the match, a promo package from Shotzi interrupted Bailey's celebration. Shotzi reacting to Bailey cutting her hair has decided to shave off all her hair because Bailey has no control over her. While Bailey looked on, concerned and confused, it's a little bit confuddled. It, just a bit confuddled. Yeah, like, it just didn't. Right. It, it didn't. She didn't sell it well enough for me that bit. Where she was just, she was she just, just horrified. Yeah, but she didn't yeah. look it. Yeah, she, she, <laughs> she just more like confused. She's just like looking oh, at the screen. Right. And, okay, she's. Uh, here. But it's Shotzi, though. She's a psycho. Yeah. But yeah, also a wholesome human being. I think her sister's yeah, going probably. through chemotherapy, and that was her, like... I'm glad they worked it into the show. Yeah. yeah. For a nice reason on the outside, if that makes any sense. Yes. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I think it could have been better done, because Bailey's reaction echoed what the crowd seemed to think of it as well, because they overedited it to hell. If, I think if Shotzi just gone, yeah, you think you've got power over means to like that, we better than, like, the sudden cuts, like, I'm the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did feel a bit sort of too edited. Yeah. Just a straight up, like, I'm backstage, look at me. Because yeah, then crowd like, I'm supposed to support her. She's clearly off her nut. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to hear that. She's, she's a mentalist. Uh, I think it's just a bit of a shame that she wasn't built up more as a baby face before doing it. Because like, yeah. I don't know. If Becky Lynch loses to Trish, for example, let, forget about the tattoo business. Mm-hmm. If she then went, wah, better on me going, wah. Right. They'd have treated more of a big deal. Badass, yeah. that. Bad lass. Uh, yeah. Before that, though, we need to speak about the Grayson Waller interview. Because something's happening, boys. I think I think I've got it in the wrong order. Oh, you got the wrong order. I did it. I did it. You naughty boy. A couple days after the notes, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. we didn't know that Jack wasn't here. So I might have just (laughs) oh, so I scrambled the notes together. Oh, I see. Yeah, Uh, it is in there though. We'll get to it. Jey Uso was out next. He didn't get the answer to his undisputed duty Universal Championship match challenge. He did get revenge on Solo Sokoa and Paul Heyman. Jay said that he respects the hierarchy, but when it comes to Roman Reigns, he's disrespecting all of you. The car was very behind Jey Uso, who called himself the real tribal chief. Solo and Heyman join him in the ring, and Solo says that whatever happened to Jimmy is all on you, referring to Jay, and he says he'll never forgive him either. Finally, Jey Uso gets a measure of revenge on Heyman by superkicking him in the middle of the ring. I think the fact that Heyman took a bump, make, like he never really does it, Yep. It makes it so much more impactful that he actually got one up on him, and it's like, oh, the cracks are starting to show even in Paul Heyman and the bloodline and, and, and Roman Reigns and Solo's sort of position. And I thought it was a fantastic segment as a sequel to the big 48-minute one that they did the other week. Really, really good stuff. I'm a big fan of how Jay conveys how messed up all of this makes him. Like, when he's walking down the ring, he doesn't look too sure of himself. Mm-hmm. Looks a bit like Shotzi seconds away from shaving his own hair off. Um, but I thought he dealt with the what's well. I didn't like the crowd doing that. Like, what, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing what's for when Jay was there? He's, 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 he's tearing his heart open in front of you. Um, and then I like the fact that obviously everyone was blaming him for Jimmy getting hurt, which is just, you know, to do to, to mess his head up a little bit more. The rules of engagement thing, I don't know what that's going to be. Uh, passed down from Afer and Seeker, apparently, whatever this this means. Mm-hmm. I really did like Paul Heyman calling himself the Juso. <laughs> 
<laughs> good bit of wordplay. It was play. so good. Good bit of wordplay. He did say that, didn't he? Yeah, the your favourite juice. Juice. You know what? I think I've only just got that. That's really sad. <laughs> That's so good. The really, really good. for it as well. And then I really liked <laughs> I really liked Solo's promo because uh, Paul was going on and on and on, and then Solo just basically did what Tamina did back in the day, which is like when Charlotte was like, "You're gonna you're gonna look yeah. like Ellsworth." That's what Solo basically did here, which I was a big fan of. And yeah, the crowd going mental as well for obviously Paul getting hoofed in the face. Always nice to see. Well, Jay did a good job of actually getting rid of the what chance. Yeah, like I thought he he, yeah. he really sort of managed to control the crowd because it, it did feel. Well, I don't know why they would do it. It's the hottest angle that they've had, uh, you know. Out for do you say the year. hottest or whatest angle? Hottest. I swear you said the wattest angle, what which is like okay, there you go. Uh, but like, why why are you chanting what? Like, At least they're making a noise, eh, Fraser? Uh, they true. can't all be like us over here. They should here. be chanting like, yeah, though. <laughs> That's it. They're getting jealous. They're getting envy. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, great segment. Grayson Waller. He's backstage talking with Kathy Kelly, and he calls out The Rock, not LA Knight, the actual Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Following some interactions on Twitter, apparently, no no one can check them on Twitter right now because it's broken, Wallet claims that The Rock is more focused on him than his family falling apart in the bloodline. He says to The Rock that if he wants the Grayson Waller rub, he knows where to find him. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Scrummy, scrummy, scrum, scrum. Do you think we're going to see The Rock in Grayson Waller? Absolutely bloody hell no. Oh, they did it on television. They've done it on TV now. It's so like, one thing on Twitter, but it's another thing right in, into the show. It might not happen for years at this point. I think I think we could see it at SummerSlam. <sighs> I don't not want it to happen. I think that's why I'm getting confused and tricking myself like a child. But I don't want it to happen. Austin Theory, Challenge Cena, called him out for yeah. ages. And now Theory is in the bin. Waller has just got here. And I was calling out someone way yeah. more popular than No, No, but they've, give, they've got it. a lot of faith in him because he's got. he was in a spot with John Cena at Money in the Bank. Then he was in a spot with Edge. Where he lost. Yeah. He lost, but it was a good performance for him. But he lost. He was in the main event. Thank you, Ross. <laughs> he was in the main event. <laughs> Edge I lost that match. He should have, but I still think Waller's looking much better than Austin Theory, and he's only, yeah, he's only theories, had a few, theories, few spots. Put him, on the, put him in the bin. Fraser. He's done. Who has The Rock made look good in his last few appearances? Eric Rowan? Nuh-uh. Jason Statham? He yeah, called Baron Corbin an STI. Gay Aquaman. He called um, Baron yeah. Corbin an STI. Yeah, Baron Corbin, yeah. Lana <laughs> yeah, backstage yeah. implying she has sex with all the men. Yep. Yeah, I was Henry great. Cavill. Henry Cavill. Yeah. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, yeah, there we go. They were Castle yeah, Black on him. Yep. And uh, Damien Sandow, I think he made look like a bum as well. put over James Gunn, yeah. James Gunn, uh, yes. Mm. Um, he I, didn't put over Sony this Pictures. This is a wrestling podcast, Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Summer, yeah. SummerSlam, I think we we could see a, l- a little back and forth between them if yeah. they're going to do anything. It's the recurring thing that I have on this. People go, why do you not want these people from the oldie days coming back? I'm like, because we have the current people that need to make them look good. They will be here every week. Especially if we've got this rules of engagement. What if it's the, the elders of the bloodline appearing at SummerSlam and you get The Rock and then Grayson Waller just comes in and stuns them? Boom, there you go. Yeah, it's definitely going to happen. Yes. <laughs> imagine, though. Imagine Grayson Waller hitting the people's elbow on Dwayne Rock Johnson. That's what I'm here for. You'll have to imagine it. It's not happening. I've still got faith in the WWE after they've pissed me off all year so far. Yeah. With the LA Knight's treatment and Cody Rhodes' treatment. Terrible. It's disgusting. Mm. They should be ashamed of themselves. Then we get the first of the two United States Championship Invitationals with AJ Styles taking on Santos Escobar, Booch, and Grayson Waller. Uh, after a really good match, Escobar picked up potentially the biggest win of his main roster career so far as he capitalized on the distraction from Karrion Cross and scored the pin after a big splash on Grayson Waller. 
Karen Cross appeared on the Tron distracting AJ Styles as he was backstage attacking Carl Anderson. Imagine caring about Carl Anderson <laughs> more than the US title and the yeah. purse that comes with holding the championship. He's the boldest anchor I know. in all of wrestling. <laughs> sour boy. He's, like, I would have left him. Absolutely. Oh, stop saying He's sour boy. I forgot He's about him. Bit of boy after this. Um, <laughs> I was a big fan of Waller doing the world's greatest tag team groin attack off the back yeah. of AJ Styles mm-hmm. onto Santos in the corner. There was a shoot Frankensteiner from Santos into a sit-down powerbomb yeah. from AJ Styles, which was making my and I said making my taint tickle we'll say it anyway why the hell not the triple power bomb tower of doom thing yep. from Santos yeah. with the sunset bomb over the top yeah we're doing the thing that means the wrong thing again with the hands and Italian ah, yeah. I'm a mess this week and the forum up the Santos who had boots on his shoulders looked absolutely fantastic but as I say the US title buried Caring more about Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, and the title. Oh. It's disgusting. You can convince me it didn't take as a dead zombie <laughs> and that Kane was burned in a fire. You can't convince me no one cares about Carl Anderson that much. It's already happened. AJ just focused on the match. I know. You had him, you had him won. It's only carrying Cross as uh, well. He's rubbish. Exactly. You beat him in five minutes. Yes. You still got Luke Gallows? Yeah. <laughs> and Machine. She was there she as well. She was also there, yes. I'll tell you what, though. In terms of, you know, people who think they're experts on wrestling go like these people need to maximize their minutes on television that's it's not though it's not what idiots oh sorry um austin theory on commentary did absolutely nothing oh, i was about to say oh my really, god they really <laughs> emphasize <Say> positives <laughs> his inability to say anything interesting it's just it just when uh when Waller was sort of like looking at him at the end he's just like you've you ain't got no chance i'm the i'm the greatest it's like i could say that i you should be a bit step above what we can do. You also don't believe anything he says when no. he does say it. It's he's just crap. It, it, <laughs> it is a shame because he had, he's got like all the potential, but it's not getting used, and right. he's not he's not actually you know actually using it to his full ability. You ever have someone you know in your life, and they come up and they hear some criticism like, "Oh, you stink," and then next time you see him, they've either made, they've either took taken that on the heart and like gotten themselves something South Africa, or they've. <laughs> just not doing Double anything down. to change himself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Theory got told all that stuff by Cena and has improved nothing. No. If he's maybe even worse. Say, yeah, yeah. He's maybe even worse than before Cena. Like he's, he's, he's had the longest US title reign since Dean Ambrose. And great. It's been dreadful. It's, he's the, you, to be fair, at this point, he's the perfect guy for LA Knight to beat if yeah. that's the way they're going to mm. go because no one likes Theory. But knock him down straight away and just get him back to the weird twink idiot who was in NXT. That's the way mm. to go with Theory. Yeah, he was good fun. At this fun. point, yeah. He was, he was funny in NXT when he was going to therapy and stuff like that. It, but he did have charisma. Do you remember? He was funny when he was going to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> but he, was, right. he was charismatic in NXT, right? Yeah, when the way was going to therapy, I should say. Not the, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Not Group therapy. Not so where, where has it gone? In real life. <laughs> where has it gone on the main roster? I don't, they've stripped everything. Even his moveset's been stripped away. I saw a little compilation on Twitter saying, like, why he's not doing this move, this mm-hmm. move, this move that he used to do in NXT. And I get that at a certain point because you want the, the heels to be booed. Yeah. Mm. Um, but it's just, it's weird how they've stripped everything away from him. Also can't see how they in any way can turn him face at, going forward in the future because he's just not very likable in any way. How, how could he be face? Exactly. Like some people he might benefit from or some people would benefit from a face turn to freshen them up a bit, but he would not at all in any way, even if he was funny in the way. Mm. It's all depression. He's, he's boring. Right now, if Austin Theory walked on water, the crowd would just go, ha ha, you kind of swim. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the street profits are walking around in the parking lot and are looking for someone. I was going to say, it's, don't go in the parking lot. Yeah, How dangerous these places are. Bloody hell. A big car with tinted out windows rolls up and it's Bobby Lashley. Hey. He asks them if they are ready to talk and then they all get into the big car. Oh. Yes. Oh. Big car. <laughs> what does this mean? I bobble it like Ric Flair, didn't he? 
just really like cool. Rick just, yes, just he, like <laughs> yes I think I confused him <laughs> but I was just you know the, the style and profile and nature of Bob Lashley with his uh, with his sunglasses on and whatnot. You know, nature yep. boy Bobby Lashley yeah <laughs> it's interesting because he, he look, I know he's not a heel the last time we saw Big Bobby was a, a baby face mm-hmm. Big Bob the baby face as they called him yeah, but yeah, I, he looked a bit healy the way he was like yeah, he did. He had, a, he, had a, gonna he had a suit on, and <laughs> <laughs> interesting how it's going to be with the street, the streety peas, you know. Do you think this, do you think it'll come back as heels, like as a group? I don't know. They could go either way, couldn't they? Yeah. Just a bunch of shaggers. That's the name. That's got to be the name. Two of them married, at least. Nature Maybe Bob. Angelo as well. Nature Bob. Nature Bob. Like. Nature Bob. <laughs> yes, please. And the bunch of shaggers. Nature Bob and the bunch of shaggers. And the four shaggers. <laughs> That's the highlight there, Joe. There you go. <laughs> We're watching wrestling. Uh, it's LA night time. Yeah! yeah. Night yeah. appears at the top of the stage. He cuts a promo about next week's United States Championship Invitational match, which he claims he will win. He references the viral videos that have been going about featuring pre WWE <laughs> LA night doing impersonations of The Rock that we featured here at Cultaholic. Do we feature one of those videos that... Where he, yeah, has yeah it's a good, good gimmick. Mm-hmm, yeah. Which, uh, oh, when he's dressed up as a lady. No. And he's dressed as The Rock. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, we go. Oh, you can, you can seen, fill in the blanks. Have you not I've seen them? I've not seen, I've not seen the, the one about The Rock. Oh, there's there's like a whole series of them where it's like The Rock tries to give him money. But he's just wearing sunglasses, isn't he? No. No. Not doing anything. A little bit of a tan. Not doing anything. He's done a Jimmy Kimmel. Um, uh, oh. LA Knight also, <laughs> also pointing out all, yeah. the rest, all that wrestlers were podcasts. Uh, something talking about him for the clicks. Yeah, take that, Kevin Nash. Hey, I've been on your train for two years, son. You don't <laughs> say that about this podcast. No. No, no, no. He's not. He's talking about all that. The guys like Bischoff and Nash. Kevin Nash says the rock, LA Knight is just, by the way, yeah. just, it's LA Knight in the things. Even the wrestlers are doing it now. Yeah, Kevin Nash can suck a dick for that one, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was sacrilege. That was sacrilege. <laughs> got so intense there. <laughs> feel the angriest dick suck I've ever heard in my life. I've never been to Benadol. Hey. <laughs> the main event for the WWE Championship, Women's Championship, whatever, felt a little rushed, but it was packed with action between Banker, Belair, and Asuka, but with a DQ finish, Charlotte Flair intervened and attacked Asuka. Damage guitar at ringside with the threat of cashing in being possible. Eo Sky looked like she was about to, but Asuka spat missed in the eyes of Bailey and escaped. I didn't know if Charlotte Flair got a seat where she got a seat. Front row, right in the middle, opposite hard cam. She's mates with the guy with the green shirt. Imagine paying hundreds of pounds for, or dollars, dollary dues for a seat there and just going, I'm Charlotte Flair, piss off. Surely he was there piss for off. the last segment as well. Piss off. Um, I was a big fan of the shoot armbar takedowns from Asuka. They were fantastic. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a bit of a shame that it had ended in the way that it did. But in the context of the storyline and what we've seen before, mm-hmm. it all made complete sense. Yeah, damn it. I hate it when you do the really good point that I agree with in the pretentious <laughs> voice. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes, I agree with that. And then Bailey sort of, I guess you could construe it as she sort of half cost EO uh, cashing in because she was sort of taking time and then got misted herself. That's that could play into. But this, this was, was before the injury uh, as well, yeah, wasn't before it? Before the yeah. injury, so we don't know if, if she'll be back on SmackDown soon. But I tell you what, the sell, the, the, the spear sell by Bianca on the floor was like yeah. the sell they did on SmackDown Two. Know your role. Oh. They do the flip with the spread legs. Yeah. Oh, fantastic! Je ne sais quoi. AEW Collision, crying man child Phil. Starting the show with Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler defending their. There's a. Oh, we'll get that. Defending their AEW World Tag Team titles against Jay White and Juice Robinson in a two out of three falls match because they had a match last week. The Bang Bang Gang scored the first fall after Switchblade hit Wheeler with the Blade Runner. 
Bullet Club Gold controlled most of the pace for the rest of the match until FDR managed to hit Juice with a shadow machine to even the score. With less than five minutes remaining, FDR locked BCG in sharpshooters, but were unable to make them tap out. Howard locked it in one more time on Robinson to force him to tap out. Oh, scrummy, scrummy. What Dimash, a eh? 45 minute long extravaganza of tag team wrestling this was. Oh, yes. I could always get on FDR because, not because of what they do, just because, of, like, you know, I spend less time on Twitter and it's great. Yeah. You realize that you can just have a nice piece of thought about thinking about imaginary people. <laughs> like, it used to feel like people would overreact to FDR if there was any bit of criticism or anything else like that. Even if they had, like, a mid match, like, no, it was the best match ever. It's like, no, it was whatever. Like, no. But this was as good as it gets with them. Mm. Long as hell, doing all the tag stuff, getting the crowd to go nuts for the powerplex. Uh-huh. Everyone's standing up at the same oh, time. Oh, that camera then, angle's oh, good. Right. Nice. Sure. <laughs> if only they did be collision camera people were doing dynamite this week, is all yeah. I'm saying. And yeah, just I love this. And we've said on the last few episodes, we've gone, uh, we're starting to come towards Jay White. But we're all on board now with Juice Robinson. Oh, that, so he good. was the he was on fire in this match. His gun show towards Cash at the start, mm-hmm. his over the top selling, his uh, keeping hold of the tag rope, which prevented him from stopping Dax from yes. uh, doing uh, using the ropes for his own advantage. I thought even when he was being more serious, he was fantastic as well. Uh, when he was driving Cash's shoulders into the mat on like a pinfall after a suplex, he was like literally doing a press up on him, trying yeah. to keep him down for the three count. He's he's making the the, the gang the. the the bang, the bang Bang Gang, yep, yep. excuse me, well um, <laughs> uh, worth watching for me. Yeah. yeah, And also just little stuff where they're like, I was taking Tim Brewer outside and the referee's going, hey, nine, they're going, yeah, we know, we know. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we're going to get counted out. No, we're not. At the very end. Yeah, no, I loved all this. Yeah, the, the, the how the first fall ended with like the reverse shatter machine at the switchblade straight away was mm. very, very good. Uh, there was a few like kick out spots from Jay White that would have oh, Kurt yeah. Angle purring. He's the best one to ever do it for me. Yep. Um, yeah, that power and glory spot with the thing. And then Nigel was very funny on commentary because he didn't seem to know that FTR are Bret Hart's boys. So when they kept going for like like sharpshooters, he's like, no, you wouldn't. You wouldn't do that. Not here. You can't do that. Um, And then it was at the end where Dax pulls his knee pad down to get like more of a bend on his knee. Um, He's pulled the knee pad down so he can bend the knee more. It's genius and I hate it. (laughs) Big Nigel. Appreciate the match. It didn't feel choreographed as well. Mm. Like, I was worried at 50, uh, what, 58 minute long match, there would be spots in it that would feel, right, we've got to set this thing up. It actually felt like a a scrap and a fight Mm. between them. Um, Like, obviously, you've got the signature spots that are, they all get into this position, but there was bits where, like, I think it was Cash missed to the save on Dax for a pinfall, and you saw him have to kick out, and it felt felt more real Mm. than maybe something that we'd we'd hear on Dynamite, and that's, I feel that match sort of, was like the big coming out moment for Collision of look, this is the style we're best at. I really, really enjoyed it. That's I hope this great bit, point, Fraser. I hope they yeah. split the rosters off the back of it. Like I know Malachi yeah. Black said, "Oh, the House of Black or Collision," and that's the only place you'll see. Mm-hmm. But if that's like you see, only place you see FTR and stuff like that, and that's where you get that sort of wrestling. I, I, I thought this exact thought when they came on Dynamite. I went, "No, oh, you have to be. No, yeah, don't mm-hmm. lower yourself to Dynamite standards." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, next up was the first of the two Owen Hart Cup Finals: Ruby Soho versus Willow Nightingale. Soho tried cheating to get the win, but Willow managed to overcome it with a pounce and a powerbomb to pick up the win. TK celebrated with Willow on the stage with the memorial belt following her win and a big old cowboy hat. Uh, obviously, it was a bugger trying to follow this previous match. Yeah. Um, Ruby Soho, maybe it was just because uh, it was just after this and they couldn't be bothered, but I know Ruby just didn't look good here. And I'm like, is she just been like that for a while? And I'm like, I used to like Ruby, 
but maybe I'll, I mean, it's just Willow has like you know, like yeah, I'm really into this, and Ruby's yeah. just like can't be bothered. But I'm just like maybe I'm overanalyzing it. But I thought I'd ask you two guys. Energy wise, Willow definitely seemed more into the match and the moment of and the the importance of the match. Maybe for her, maybe Ruby just was going through the motions a little. Yeah, I don't know, but I, I enjoyed it, especially considering that they did have to follow that first match, which match of the week probably. You know, Matt, one of the two was, matches. Yeah. <laughs> it was a hell of a week for, uh, for tag team wrestling good, this week. Pretty good matches. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think it was a, a good way to follow it. It was quick as well. It wasn't too long. It didn't overstep. I thought it was a bit of a shame considering it was like the final of a, a prestigious cup. Yeah, it did have to end so quickly. But I guess that's what's going to happen when you've got an hour opening match. Mm -hmm. yeah, I just think it's the, the, uh, the spray paint stuff. There's only so many yeah. times you can see that happen at every single match before you go like, oh, no, what's coming next, don't mm, we? Yeah. And exactly, that's exactly what happened with the, um, obviously, it, it leading to Ruby's downfall. It's yeah. weird that yeah. she wasn't accompanied by anyone else. Well, Tony was busy. I don't know where yeah. Soraya was. Yeah. Mm. 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 Malachi Black and Brody King destroy a couple of local competitors, but just as the match was ending, Andrade El Idolo came out to taunt Black. Pimp Master! He had a cane, didn't he? He did, yeah. Not blue cane. Oh, hey, watch out. He looked, they did a bit of the Uncle Howdy wrist play down the No, no, no. You know what? Go back to Kane. No, no, no. God. It was a weird one. I don't know why this had to happen. Yeah. It didn't really further anything, did it? They've still got his mask. He didn't get anywhere near it. And it was just like, don't worry, we haven't forgotten about this. It was just to get them on the show and just go, yeah, we've not got enough time to give them an actual match against each other so here's right. here's some local competitors oh, yeah. you got the QT segment written I down didn't, before no I missed it right so QT Marshall has gotten himself into trouble here because he's, he's had to prove his, he, says, he says he had to prove his loyalty to powerhouse Hobbs by going out and finding the biggest guy and knocking them down and then Hobbs is like well yeah go on then so I reckon it could be a case of him going like oh biggest man come on down and fight me and then powerhouse Hobbs could answer it and then batter Ooh, him that would be good that would yeah. be very good but it was nice to see like maybe the end of how, uh, Hobbs in QTV. Mm. Yes. You know what probably did happen, and I probably fast forwarded it. Thank <laughs> you for letting us know. Keep it forget he's, an in, he's actually in there. Yeah, it's like, a shame he, he, shouldn't be. he really should. No, be. no, he's kind of out, but not. He's, yeah, yeah, but he's, uh, still, he's associated. He ruined his TNT title. It, it, yeah. Yes, yes. In the main event of Collision, CM Punk and Ricky Starks face off in the finals of the Men's Owen Hart Cup. Punk entered to a very mixed response from the crowd. I'll bloody say, mm -hmm. as he donned the pink and black of Bret Hart on his gear. Punk played up to the booze in the crowd, which Starks capitalized on and managed to hit a spear, which sent him out of the ring. They went back and forth on pin combinations until Starks was able to secure the victory with a little help from the ring rope. Starks runs up the ramp, steals the trophy from Joshuan Thunder Liger, and then that, that was it. it yeah. All the way to Calgary for that. That was it. He must have yeah. been on his holidays in Calgary. Oh, so. <laughs> Hopefully more Imagine than... The yeah. Star Wars shows, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Imagine him on a Segway. In fact, don't do that. Just uh, the mask. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love Punk here because he heard the crowd and went, "You can't get to me." Yeah, I think it was. I think it was Colette on Twitter who said, "Punk's been teetotal since middle school. There's nothing a crowd can do or chant <laughs> or say that's going to bother him." You yeah. know. So it's just them going, "Oh, I see. Oh, so it's just him messing with the crowd, like, oh, I'm going to win. Oh." I really enjoyed how much of just a, a big old dick swinging contest it was at the start with Ricky Starks literally swinging his dick and balls on the top rope, and then it became like a proper desperate war of attrition. Uh, with like the lads reversing each other's stuff and then trying to hit the stuff again and seeing that reverse and then obviously Punk's roll through into the guillotine and Starks getting the toe on the rope. A fantastic yeah. moment as I make the hand gesture again. And then Bryce, I thought, botched the ending a bit, which is a bit of a shame. Because he looked at it. Yeah, yeah, he looked right at it. And Ricky was there with one arm on the rope. like much leverage he got on the rope. So uh, it was just sort of a one, two. 
And that was great. impressive. Wow, that How was dare you. Great timing there. Goodness me, Fraser. Um, but also, I want to I mention David uh, Benoit, because I think the reaction to him just sitting in the front row and joining the wrestling has been a bit crap this week. Mm. He can't be guilty by association to his dad. He can't be. No. He read it. He read it all. Saying like it's been a bit. I know he was there, but not people. People oh, it's been a bit again. That's what I mean. I haven't. I've. I've been aware of it. I've not looked at it because it can poison your head. Oh, people's people's well rational thoughts about David Benoit. He cannot like, be. Yeah, you know, he's just got the surname, right? You yeah, know? And he's, he was just watching wrestling. Like, leave him alone. Because I thought it was nice when Punk sort of went up and gave him a like nice little high five husband, and all yeah. that sort of stuff and hook because that was the guy Chris was supposed to face, wasn't it? Yeah. That night. Yes. What are you laughing at? I was. I was thinking, is he going to say it? And he did. <laughs> I was just saying, you can't think, can't associate him with his dad. Then you, you know, his dad <laughs> on the <sighs> night. I thought that was why he went up to him. <laughs> it was, it was, a, it was a nice. I'll moment. get you next time. <laughs> anyway, uh, my, but I thought the reaction to that was a bit crap. But there we go. Yeah, I don't know why I brought up. I'd say no, I'd say load of them. It was, it was a brutal I'd say response. Day, it goes to all in. Yeah, I'll buy him an all day breakfast. The thing is, the, the people are like, oh, but you'll never get hired by a wrestling company. He hasn't even done any training, has he? <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's to like, do what? He's like yeah. 30 years old and hasn't done any training as far as we know. Yeah. So, let him crack He's not a YouTuber, so why would we hire him? <laughs> <laughs> if he's a wrestling fan, he's a wrestling fan. Let him enjoy the wrestling. Fair play with him still liking wrestling, though. Know, yeah. Yeah, that's a bigger thing. Like, wow, okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's a miserable end there. But yeah, I thought that was nice. Ricky Starks. I thought, oh, he's not really turning heel. Is he turning heel if half the crowd's booing CM Punk anyway? And then he told Liger to sod off. And I'm like, so they turned Ricky heel? And, he and it was so there. weird, just to skip ahead. Then afterwards, a very bad time management. Um, AW Battle the Belt 7. Wait, <laughs> there's how many of these shows, right? Um, the least important show that isn't Rampage, the yep. AW schedule. So to skip ahead... They did this thing with Ricky Starks turned heel and being a bad boy and telling like a sod off, and then they had them come back and have the prestigious Owen Hart presentation. And you're like, but he just turned heel. He I'm, just told like a sod yeah. off, and he's just. And I was like, I was to sit there and be like, thank you. But it's Martha Hart. It's Doctor Martha. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's just the the. I don't, it felt the like, pace in there is just yeah. all off. It was a bit strange considering they were also advertising it as like a three-hour special of wrestling tonight and going, oh, as soon as you finish Collision, we'll go straight to Battle of the Belts. But like, yeah, he, they wrapped up Collision like, oh, we're running out of time. Oh. Yeah. Just, just go seamlessly into it. Just have him like do the bit with Jushin at the the, mm. the ceremony. But I guess he wasn't he wasn't there for it. I think it could be quite interesting if he be, if he is like Owen was with the Slammies back in the day. If that's the sort of <laughs> thing they're going for, because mm -hmm. I can't see them turning them heel. Did he go out the heel tunnel bit? I don't know. Uh, if that matters. Uh, right. that's that's <laughs> no matter. No. Uh, maybe it does. Maybe it does. I'm not gonna. But anyway. it was really. Why was why was Liger there? Did he have a match on? Because I didn't record Rampage as well. He's retired. No, no, he's not. <laughs> Liger can't retire for a match on Rampage. Would be hilarious. Just, no, no, no. He's, he's he just was invited because he was like in a tag team with Owen in, in New Japan, and they'd had yeah. like so many matches against each other. I think it was yeah. like five apiece. He was invited. He was there on TV for the maybe legitimately. There was more seconds. of the back of him on TV than there was the front of him. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I mean, he maybe was there to see the family. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, it's pushed him out the door. Sorry, fine. Can you put your whole gear on? Yeah, go on. Get, get, get an Uber and sort of wheel him out. It's just it was it, AW can be weird like that sometimes, and this was like okay. I think just timing wise, they maybe had needed, yeah. thought they had longer at the end of the show and went right. We've got to wrap it up. Yeah, uh, Orange Cassidy continues on with his AW International Championship defenses by taking on Lance Archer, and this was set up by Rampage and that Jake Roberts come out and uh, with obviously Lance Archer as little lad. And did some things. Lance um, Archer's little lad. That's right. <laughs> That's, oh, him. And it, apparently on the live version of events on Rampage, which is pre-taped, 
they went, we're going to come for this. And it was like the AW, this obviously the title. Yeah. You put it in a bag. Apparently on the live version of it, they like, like went and the title just fell out of his bag. Ah. So that, that, that. <laughs> uh, I bring this up because it's a bit more interesting than the finish to this. With the champion being worn down week to week, Archie was able to dominate him early on until OC could make a comeback. The match ended with a count out win for Cassidy where he barely beat the count to get back in the ring after he and Archer were brawling on the apron. I put this finish was right out of WrestleMania 4. I thought it was quite an interesting finish because for every, it feels like every time Orange Cassidy defends the title, he wins with a roll-up. Mm-hmm. So I thought the way they did this, because you're thinking, oh, it's just going to be a roll-up on Lance Archer somehow because he's too big. He's too big and too strong. But the fact they did something different, it was a bit higgledy-piggledy, I guess, which is why the crowd didn't really react because they couldn't really see what was going on. But I was glad to see a different finish from Orange Cassidy. It's also That's adding to the whole, like, he's just getting by now. Like, it, for a while, it was roll-ups and roll-ups where it was like, oh, he's just he's yeah. managing to get a quick pin. Now he, he barely got by there. Mm. He's the most winningest AEW yeah. person, fair enough. But. It was uh, it was nice to see him try to get a DQ out with Jake Roberts, which is quite funny on the floor. It was weird when Lance Archer was throwing the security guards around. Then he got the ginger fella. You have to watch this back. And he tries to throw the ginger fella and doesn't quite get him. And the fact he tries to go for a game, that allows Orange Cassidy to get back on top, which I thought was very strange. <laughs> he was more preoccupied with the ginger security guy than he was with Orange <laughs> Cassidy. Um, but it, yeah, I thought Archer looked good in the match. And yeah, just imagine if Jake the Snake hit that DDT on the floor. Imagine what would have happened. Mm-hmm. He would have internally combusted. Yeah, I was trying to think. I was trying to think. Has a comeback? Yeah, I don't know. Some oh, I thought you were doing a pun. Yeah, no, I yeah, yeah. I'm just being crap. <laughs> <laughs> it was good though. It nearly worked. Mm. I was trying to think of something like, oh, orange Cassidy, the oranges together. I guess with ginger, but orange isn't ginger, is it? Really? Orange solidarity. Yeah, yeah it's just. Yeah, it's just. It's we're both sucking. Fraser, help us. We're going to find uh, out. That's a just stop. Well, catchphrase now, aren't we? Orange solidarity. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> the acclaimed have arrived, and they got oh, a promo. A fantastic scene in the airport, by the way. There was a lad in a just stop oil T-shirt who was the stag on a stag too. Oh, I saw someone and at an event stopped. like that. He was stopped every five yards. Bag checked. It must have been an awful oh. experience, but a genius idea for a costume. There's someone in my Ooh. year who is part of just stop oil, and they've been arrested quite a few times for uh, for interrupting events yeah it's just it seems it seems every time they post on their facebook it's photos of them getting arrested again i'd never would have what expected. events has he been interrupting um well she's she's throwing lots she of stuff tried. on the scottish parliament um oh during pmqs and fmqs um oh okay that sort of stuff yeah. it's not like five aside then bloody hell okay, no no, so. no like wow going to pol- political stuff and like sitting in front of the road wow uh, it's good fun always oh He's been arrested again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, just, it's it's the, photo, again. the photos are very, it's, you know, well, props to her. Mm. But also, it's quite funny. I'm like, oh, there we go. Another one. <laughs> Didn't expect it at uni. Yeah. Anyway, just stop oil. <laughs> orange, orange Cassidy. Oh, yeah. Just notice your shit. Yeah. <laughs> the acclaimed. Oh, no. I've arrived and they could have promo, except QTV's challenge, but also say that they want to challenge the trio's titles again. It's funny because Billy Gunn said, don't worry, we're actually going to do something this week. <laughs> and then they didn't. Yeah. Well, they, they said they're going to get a trio's title shot, and they said they're going to smash QTV at the Royal Rampage. So that's that was the substance of the promo, as well as Billy Gunn saying, "I love cowgirls. It used to be my thing." Ha! <laughs> they feel really directionless, <laughs> don't <laughs> they? They do. Yeah. It's just like, but they're really over. The sh- yeah, but we've got nothing for you right now. I think I died when Billy Gunn also said, "I'm going to scissor all of you" before turning around at the crowd and doing this. Yeah. I had shivers down it's my great. spine when that happened. He's too old. He's too old. Do you think they'll get? Um, <laughs> this is a rusty. <laughs> do you think they'll they'll get the trios belts at some point? No. 
Because like they, they've teased it a few times. They don't need them. No, but like, what else are they going to do? Is it the House uh, of Black still as a Yeah, yeah Black. no. 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 <laughs> All in? Big, big pop? No. No. That'll be the Billington boys. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Getting the shot against House of Black. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Storm is out to defend her AW Women's title against Taya Valkyrie. Why is it Taya Valkyrie getting a shot, Matthew? She's lost all her championship shots so far. Yeah, but she's really good on Rampage. And she's Canadian. Oh, yes, that's right. I saw Valkyrie in the name. Oh, yeah, Canadian. But we don't get an ending as the feed cuts out and then adverts. We come back from the break and the match is over. We don't get told who won. So I didn't see the ending to it. Oh, it's on YouTube. YouTube. No, no, they put it, they showed it at the very end of the episode. Yeah, I missed it at the end of the episode. But what happened? Ross, tell us. Uh, I thought Taylor looked dumb for the finish. Just move away from the ropes, woman. Just move away from the ropes. I can't talk anymore. I'll stop no, moving. Move words. away from the ropes, <laughs> Taya. Because Ruby Soho came down. And that, yeah, she just didn't move away from the ropes. And then Ruby got involved. And that allowed Tony to thwack her for the win. Um, I thought it was a good little match, though. They twatted each other from the very mm. get-go. The bounce on Tony's head when she had the arse attack to the face was scary. Mm. So it was like a basketball. Um, <laughs> Great film. <basically. laughs> yeah, it is a good film. <laughs> I've written down that the, the arse attack was so hard it knocked the show off the air. Yeah, and then when we came back, we were watching Julia Hart's match with Bambi from a little while ago. Yeah, up the Bambi. Um, but yeah, it was. I thought it was a decent little match. I just don't understand why Ty was the one in there having a title shot because it's Canada. But she's lost them all. For but him. she's in Canada. It's Canada w- and battler belt. No one cares about. Yeah. And if you don't believe me, Fair Ross, enough. the main event of the night was TNT champion Luchasaurus defending the title against Sean Spears. <laughs> he's Canadian. He's yeah. He's, he had flag. Not after this, he belief. Christian Cage, as always, was ringside, holding on to the title like it was his own, with Nigel McGuinness calling his relationship with it Gollum-like. <laughs> with less than 10 minutes of the broadcast felt uh, left, it was a very quick affair. Yeah. Luchasaurus chokes Sam Spears through a table at one point, and Spears was close to victory after he used a chair. Eventually, Luchasaurus even hit a clothesline at the back of Spears' head to get the win. Scorpio Sky was shown That's watching a bad move. backstage. That's a say, bad yeah, move. Yeah. <laughs> Spears, that's it. Sean Spears can go. I would have won if it was a chair shot like I did to Cody. But it was a good old fashioned clobber, though. I like the finish. Yeah, uh, as a nothing main event. Uh, I was glad that Sean Spears wasn't rehashing the ten stuff because when he was doing that for those random few mm. weeks a little while ago, I was a bit like, oh come on now. They told so, him how many minutes he had for this match. <laughs> I, I like the chairman as a gimmick, just not when he had that room, that weird room of chairs, like he was about. <laughs> To burst into song backstage. Yeah. Uh, Scorpio Sky was observing and waiting once again for his perfect moment to strike. Yep. Next week, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Christian's slo- uh, sleeveless turtleneck is pure evil. Christian is still the best thing going it's on. so great, uh, This yeah. whole, the whole title reign. It's just the fact that he held him up on his shoulders and just dribbled. <laughs> fell on Luchasaurus. It was disgusting. I feel sorry for Luchasaurus because Christian's just patting his head, like dribbling everywhere. I love that Luchasaurus is all right with this. So, yeah. yeah. Dribble on me, first, daddy. First title reign. He's a, he's a, good, title reign. He's a good beta. Yeah. Monday Night Raw. What does that mean? A good beta. You're like, all right, with it, like, with alphas. All right, see. Yeah. Beta's like, I'm a real big guy. Yeah, sure you are. <laughs> Titus O needs to be on commentary every week. It's good, that, yeah, it's yeah. good. Oh, we'll get to that Thank in a second. You. The Atlanta crowd welcomed Cody Rhodes to his hometown. Very loud. Whoa. Which seems to get louder every week. Cody calls out Brock, but gets no answer. No sign of Brock, so Cody turns attention to his mum, who sat in the front row. He asks everyone to acknowledge her as the tribal Rhodes. <laughs> Lesnar's music plays, but no sign of him again, and it stops. 
was Lesnar backstage forcing the other guy to do it, or was Lesnar being a mischievous little guy and pressing the button himself? What was he doing? It starts <laughs> playing again, and Cody does the funny walk to the back. <laughs> <laughs> the full-on crash holding came out. <laughs> and gets attacked by Lesnar, who beats him up in front of his mum, who sat there not reacting to brutal beating. Lesnar accepts Cody's challenge to a match at SummerSlam. I mean, what a great move. Here's my mum in the front row, and Brock's like, oh, yes. I always fantastic how the promos start with, like, Brock, I'll be here in this ring all night to tear your bastard head off. There's me mom. Oh, <laughs> bless her. Yeah. Um, he said hard times for the first time, I think, yeah. on, on WWE. Uh, speaking about his relationship with Brock Lesnar. And I thought the, the beat down in front of all of Cody's family, not just Michelle. Money Michelle. Mm -hmm. It was very effective. Michelle was beside herself. Uh, from what we've seen on like documentaries and stuff, and I've, I've seen her on TV a few times. And I don't know where it was, but she seems to be quite like... A, 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 and I said sturdy there, but... No, <laughs> Stern. Stoic. Stern. Stoic. Stoic. Yeah, yeah, like not much emotion Sturdy. going on. <laughs> Sturdy craft. She's great for moving <laughs> furniture. Because <laughs> uh, all she did was like, you suck. And then she just sort of stood there. She's yeah. been around the business. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the, the second. Is it the worst beat down to Cody? No. So she's, ah, he'll be fine. I mean, yeah. she, she slapped Jericho. Was it Jericho she slapped at AEW? She slapped somebody slapped in a match. Someone. Yeah, it was it? Oh, I can't remember who it was. Jericho probably deserved it. Yeah. Um, but it's got to be King of the Road at SummerSlam. I'm not having anything else. <laughs> Apparently, it's a gimmick match, Matthew, that's going to yeah. happen. Imagine that match, but with drones everywhere flying around it. <laughs> I want it to be a Mountain Dew match. The pitch. <laughs> Mountain Dew, King of the Road. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are people seriously speculating? No, that's just no. Oh, thank God. I think the speculation is what? Dog collar or something like yeah, that? Yeah, Texas, Texas Bull, Bull Rope or something like that. Yeah, you go. Yawn. Yawn. Get them in a bloody lorry. Get the hay bales out. Here we go. <laughs> up next we have a rematch for Winning the Bank as Riddle takes on Gunther but without the rest of Imperium ringside despite his match at Winning the Bank also not having Imperium at ringside oh yeah it's a good point yeah it didn't make this, it was mm. the point of stipulation he lost they have been interfering in other matches though yeah. but yeah, yeah I actually forgot about that Riddle got a lot of offense in early but Gunther turned it around with a huge chop does he know any other type of chop Gunther finished him off with a powerbomb after the match, Gunther stood on the announce table with a microphone and said that Riddle was done before turning his attention to Drew McIntyre, saying he will fall victim to the ring general. Uh, I love this little, like, reminiscent of the VXV progress matches they've had in the past type mm. style match, but obviously not going completely out there. Um, busting the blood vessel and all that stuff. But then Gunther's, like, standing on the announce table just giving it big guns to the crowd. It was great because then he wasn't looking at the crowd, so he just got yeah. him there and all the people going, boo! Ah, oh, nice bit of camera work. Yeah. He was great. I did, this uh, is the greatest night of your lives, he says. <laughs> <laughs> As he turns into Penfold for some reason. <laughs> Doing take that, apparently. Hey, hey, I saw a great take that tribute band in Benidorm. Were they on segues as well? Oh, God, don't no, say it was Mark no. Andrews again. <laughs> no segues. It wasn't Mark Andrews. Oh. <laughs> um, not that one, by the way. Not Yeah, not that one. Not the member of the British media. Yeah. He was at Money in the Bank. He was at Money in the Bank. He's part of the, he was at Press, yeah. Represent BBC. Mark Andrews. Oh, I didn't Yeah, know from Junior. Got a podcast, hasn't he? And Impact Wrestling Tag Team Champion. So he's Impact Wrestling Champion. And he's also doing media press for he's got BBC for the... He's got his podcast, yeah. BBC is, um, is it I Love Wrestling? Why do... Oh, yeah, but why do... It'd be great if they got high, uh, Impact Tag Team Champions. That's, that's a question. <laughs> I genuinely went up to the thing and we're like giving our names and Mark yeah. Andrews is... Hi, Mark Andrews. I used to wrestle here. BBC. <laughs> yeah, also that's, NXT UK for a bit. Yeah. Like, it was very strange. I was like, oh, it was very strange. I, I Mark Andrews. Oh. It worked here. <laughs> Not here. Yeah. Oh. Not here. 
The WWE. Formerly of Cultaholic. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what were we saying, Paul? Uh, I don't know what I was saying. I thought it was a nice match with the, the, the Riddle getting lots of triangles and suplexes in. Mm. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And then I just I like the fact that Gunter's not phased by Drew McIntyre because there was that a little spell. Was he against Strowman when he was running away, running away from Strowman? Well, like, that's not that's not Gunter. Mm-hmm. Was it Strowman? It was, was yes. Yeah. They're doing six-man tags, and he's just like, oh, does Gunther dare get in the ring with Braun? And we're like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad he's back to being just like, I'm mint me. Yeah. He's, pr- he's actually good at cutting promos as well. Yeah. Mm. Well, he just was effective. Um, he had the crowd with, what, cheering at the start a little bit, and then he turns it around. It's great promo work, yeah. considering he's not the one that usually does it. Got to wonder what they made Giovanni, uh, Giovanni Vinci do in the week to have him out there like nothing happened last week. Because there was a bit of a tension there, wasn't there, last week? Like, oh, you let us down, you bad boy. But then he was just out there this week, mm. and it was all fine. So. I think that was more, it was, it was more like the, the Thanos fine, I'll do it myself type mm. approach. Yeah. That's a film, don't worry. It's, uh, yeah, it's Triple H, he bases himself on... That's right. Yeah. Yeah, more or less. <laughs> Backstage, we see Liv and Raquel being interviewed ahead of their tag title defense, but Rhea Ripley attacks Raquel and injures her knee, allegedly... Allegedly, it was like a, a yard that doing this. Brutal! Shot hey, that <laughs> was a, a stern blow to the kneecap. <laughs> a stern? Do you mean stoic? A stoic yeah. blow to the kneecap. Because um, we obviously don't get to see the entire show before doing news videos in the mornings here. So I read the, the recap saying, "Oh, she's she's just uh, uh, done the title defense off her own back. She didn't have to do it." But we learn in this segment here that the match was already booked before the angle, hmm. and it's all down to the medical teams. So shame on them. Yeah, they don't, they'll let her compete. Yeah, yeah they won't. You're just... not good, but you can still compete if you want. I'd rather... like, great, great WWE doctors. They've been, they've been quite Punk was right to sue you. Cody's wrestling with a broken hand. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's allowed. The fans are watching with broken hearts. Oh. Yeah, this is good. You're on fire. Nice. You're not, I'm you're, not you're on fire. Here. You're here. It's ones each. <laughs> <laughs> Judgment Day are in the ring, cutting a promo about their various different ongoing feuds. And in typical fashion, Dom Dom was booed too loudly to be able to talk. Uh-oh. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn interrupt, which led to Damian Priest challenging them to put the tag titles on the line in a match tonight. Kevin Owens' temper got the better of him and accepted the challenge. But next up was the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship match seeing Liv Morgan and the now-injured Raquel Rodriguez defend against Chelsea Green and Sonia Deville. (laughs) (laughs) She's a ghost. The match match is more competitive than expected. And the crowd was into it, the point that when Sonia pinned Morgan, they actually seemed upset. We now have new WWE Women's Tag Team Champions in Chelsea Green and Sonia Deville, (laughs) who ended the previous championship reigns at 16 days. Yeah, Yeah, they had it for 16 days. I'm fully on board with this, though. It's so much more interesting having these two as the champions than Liv and Raquel, who are just like a a, a makeshift team, weren't they, at the start? Let's not forget. Uh, I like Sonia working the knee with the half Boston Crab, like any good dick should when they see an injured knee. Um, then she did a flying Shearer uh, to break up a pinfall. In the she midst- absolutely <laughs> did. What a bloody lovely knee this in was. In the midst of a live comeback. Then we had Sabu kicking out of two on Pretty Hers. Um, I thought it was a fast-paced match, um, but having the Karens just be the champions is the right way to go. Yeah. Uh, Liv was sort of going, ooh, ooh, I want to hurt you, Raquel, for putting me in this situation after the bell, so we'll see where that goes, if anywhere, after what she did later in the night, Liv Morgan. Mm. And Chelsea Green doing an Oscars awards speech after the well, yeah. backstage. Mm-hmm. So much more interesting. It's the right way to go. And it's nice yeah. to see Sonya getting a title after eight years in WWE. 2015 was tough enough, wasn't it? Eight yeah. years. And like, I feel like she's nah. earned it at this point. Yeah, 2015 tough enough, wasn't she? Yeah, she was. Sonya and, and Mandy and Chelsea and... ZZ. Is that Crocodile Man? Yeah, and... <laughs> Yeah, there was a big group, that one. Who won it that year? Was that the last? That was the Josh. Oh, no. Josh. Was Josh Bredlin, Sarah yeah, Lee, Sarah wasn't Lee. it? Sarah Lee, yeah. Was that the lad who... 
Gave it that. The Chewbacca lad. one. Nah, no memory of this. It's like he's here with us. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was nice to see her get a title a title reign. Um, they looked, as as they would, they looked delighted, both yep. in character and out. Mm. Yeah. They looked delighted. They do. That's they did. analysis. Uh, That's yeah, why yeah. you're watching. Yeah, we yeah. won the titles. <laughs> We're happy. I hope they could have pro next week. We are delighted. <laughs> That's the end of the program. Yeah. <laughs> we get a sit-down interview with Seth Rollins, who was talking about potential title challenges. He mentions Finn Balor and says his name, and he appears. I he believe in Finn Balor. I really hit that too hard, didn't I? Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I love Diablo then made Fraser go off beat. He's like, whoa. <laughs> Seth offers him a rematch right now. Oh, get out of his face. Bala stands up to leave, but hits Seth instead. Bala beats him down and says to make the match. This promo I mean, was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Seth Rollins is like, oh, I want to smash your face. In it. Oh, it's been in 2016. It's been seven years. Oh. He's dressed like Torval and Dean. <laughs> <laughs> really good. They Only a professional really wrestler. They could have done the Bolero as well. <laughs> Imagine if just doing that. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it's an interesting one because Finn Balor, was, sorry, Seth Rollins was naming everybody but Finn Balor. And then Finn Balor appeared as if he was going to move on with his life. But then yeah. Finn Balor said things that I agreed with. Finn is still the baby face. Kind of in this feud, but not really. Yeah, but kind of. I can see where Finn's coming from. Yeah, he does have a point. I want to smash a justified his face dick, into. like Bianca ju- Belair and Bret Hart. Up yeah. the justified dicks. It's all right if it's justified. That's being a dick. That's God be dick. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready to get silly? But the good type of silly. That's what they should have said before yeah. the match. Because now it's time for the Viking Rules match. Oh, I was ready for this. In the blow-off match between the Viking Raiders and the Alpha Academy, the ring was surrounded by Viking gear with the bow of a ship attached to the side of the ring with little oars. What was essentially an Extreme Rules false count anywhere match? This match was pure chaos. Maxine Dupree finally got her Alpha Academy jacket, but Valhalla ends the celebrations by putting her through a table. Oh, A great move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At one point, Otis caught a diving Ivar and hit a body slam, which was impressive. Yes, it was. Not only that, Chad Gable, we hit the moonsault off the top, and then turned into a deadlift German suplex on Ivar 2. A double powerbomb from the Viking Raiders to Otis ended the match. Also, Titus O'Neil was on commentary for this, and he was perfect. <laughs> he was there every week. The match started with... Uh, goes up, what do you think of uh, Valerie Haller? And him saying what we got. I heard him talking to Odin. I don't know. I only know the Lord Jesus Christ. That's all I've got. <laughs> He's like, uh, she speaks about 107 gods, but the only one I know is Jesus Christ. And then within the same like breath, he mentioned how much they stink. Just, uh, yeah. They're musty. They stink. So great. I mean, he's he's fantastic. He was great at WrestleMania. All he needed to add well. in there was call the police. Yeah, and it was yeah. The perfect. I don't know why he didn't. So uh, was he, is he from the area then? The reason why? I, I don't know why he was on commentary. Yeah. I'm, ha- but I'm happy he was be. there. He should be every Anytime single time there's show. a big slapping match like this one, just get Titus out there. Even when he's just going, oh, there's yeah. no one to give you a hole like that. Uh, yeah. Um, what was, do you think about Uncle Howdy? All in all, about <laughs> Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> there were so many highlights. So the scoop slam off the boat from Eric to Ivar to Otis on the floor, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Otis giving it the Bubba Dudley uh, with the tables. I don't know why I did that with my hands. I was going to say, that was the one weird bit. I thought it was something to bring up, but... Maybe it's just because people have t- uh, gone on, generations happen, time goes by, wheel in the sky keeps on turning, as they say. No one popped for it. Oh. 
it, my, the my version, they went, get the, uh, oh, yes, get the tables. Nothing. And then they got Nothing. the tables, like, oh, yeah, tables. But like, it's like, oh, are we past the point of that being a, a thing uh, in wrestling? Maybe. Maybe. To me, it was 2016 when they were last, last in. The yeah. company was, that's a, that's a generation of wrestling fans right. who maybe not have seen them. Who? Uh, exactly. Stop it, Fraser. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm doing the Rumble 94, baby, this week with my move of the week. Oh, my. Oh, oh, oh baby. We're giving it to two people. We're splitting it. It goes to Otis catching a big boy for a world's strongest slam on the move. Um, And also Ivar's moonsault to Otis, Chad's moonsault to Ivar, and then the deadlift German from Chad to Ivar. The Rumble 94, baby. Move of the week. Sam pisses a fart sat here. Um, the t- as we said earlier, the table spot with Maxine uh, getting a jacket, then getting effed up by Valerie Haller was fantastic. Yeah. Jacket on, jacket off. Jacket on, jacket off. And then... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just jacket on will do, everybody. Yeah. Just yeah. jacket on. Um, and then Otis, that little spell at the end where he showed everything he can do, the agility, the power, making world champion. Yep. This was a bit like WLC, you know. I agree, because they did one of these with a New Day. Yeah. And it was good bollocks then as well. Yeah. And it was still good bollocks. No yeah. expectations, but it slapped. Yeah. I'm surprised the Viking Raiders won, to be honest with you, because they lost every bloody other match. But uh, <laughs> I still have the big bit of the ship at the front of the ring. Like, who? I wonder, like, they've just had to wheel that out and yeah. just park it. And... No, they, they should have won the match and gone, yay! Yeah. <laughs> just away. sail away. Yeah. Enya starts playing yeah. on it. Nah, off to Valhalla. Oh, no, that's your name. All right, oh. yeah, well, whatever. Uh, Round to Valerie Hallas for team. Yeah, Valerie Hallas <laughs> house for, yeah, team crumpets. <laughs> Shayna Baszler squashed Nikki Cross. Yes, she did. No pop for Nikki, bless her. After match, Ronda Rousey taunted her former partner from the crowd with Rousey laying down the challenge for a match at SummerSlam. Not quite sure who the heel face is here. Thank you. I agree with this, Fraser. Mm-hmm. Seems like they want us to boo Shayna, but also Ronda. No, we want to boo Ronda. Cheer Shayna. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but everyone's like, it's me. Nikki. It's me. But Nikki's then, a weird heel type. Yeah, but, but, a creep. A weirdo. A Scotsman. I was like, Jack's here in spirit. Yeah, it is, yeah. It's like sitting at the desk. Um, <laughs> it is, it is Fraser, weird. have you watched a film? <laughs> I've watched many films. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's me getting be... bad as well. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do it in the voice that Matthew did? <laughs> no, that, that is. That is. <laughs> but yeah, who is, who is the face and heel? Shane is the and face. This, it, well, all three of us are heel against Jack, I think. At this <laughs> point. But yeah, I agree. Because people, people pop when Shana turned on Ronda. Yeah. Then the next week, it seemed like Shana was... Um, heelish, right? Yeah, the heelish. This week, Ronda comes out and starts blasting him, gets a big pop because it looks cool, and then rightly says, all right, then, coward, come get us. And Shane's like, nah. Well, she tried, right. but the security stopped her. It just nah, like... she's going to take them out. <laughs> <laughs> the okay. line where she was like, I'm going to do you a favor and get you booked on SummerSlam, it felt like they wanted a big pop, like a cheer for her. They didn't get one. And it oh, got that a was a heelish line. It that was a heelish line, yeah. but it just feels like Ronda's going, yeah, I'm a fan. Also, I appreciate you translating here because it did sound like the old Smackdown intro whenever Ronda gets the thing. SummerSlam. Conspiracy theory, she shouldn't be Googling. Blah, 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 blah. watching Team America, Sadie. No, 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 like that. I mean, she... <laughs> Becky Lynch was the guest on this no, week's episode. No, it was interesting TV. though that Ronda Rousey claimed that she had no trainer before being thrown to the wolves in WWE by going on WrestleMania with no trainer. That was bollocks. <laughs> what are you on about? 
I'm also the best women's pure athlete. You know, we saw your last match in the UFC. Your head caved in. I did enjoy because when Shayna said, I'm a better Ronda Rousey than you in like the squared circle where we do this, the crowd went, Oh, well, Vikings and that. So I think Shayna's a good baby face here. That's, that was my takeaway. Anyway. I, I think they're losing yeah. the plot here. Hopefully, we'll get it back on track next week. She'll, she will be a face at SummerSlam. She'll get cheered. Oh, yeah. But I think it's just weird framing of the feud. Mm. Yeah, the way he's trying to frame it is Shayna's like, oh, well, Shayna went to the Indies and did this stuff, but then Ronda just strolled in. And then Ronda's like, are you kidding us? Because it was a massive star on magazine <laughs> front covers. And yeah. I, yeah, whatever. It doesn't work at all. Becky Lynch was the guest on this week's episode of Miz TV. Miz, Miz asked Becky if she has lost a step, which caused her to kick off. Becky told him to stop wasting time and bring out Trish Stratus, which he did. Uh, Trish agreed to face Becky in a match only if she beats Zoe Stark first and per stipulation, if Becky loses, she has to thank Trish. And also, if she loses, she has to... Get a tattoo. Bend, bend, bend the knee and the third one was get... Uh, thank you, Trish. Tattooed. Yeah, tattooed on her. And then she was like, yeah. And the heels went, all right, fine. The heels beat down Becky then, the segment. There's a weird, uh, weird ending to the segment. There is no way in hell I'd wager Fraser would eat a hat if Becky Lynch lost the match and got a tattoo. Or, you know, go to Italian. Yeah. I'll tell you what I did last, <laughs> the other week in London, which is, it's now Jack's move, but um, I went to a Japanese restaurant with a book. Which, what was the book? Was it how to eat at a Japanese restaurant? Yeah, uh, yeah. No, it was, it was a book called 13 by Steve Kavanaugh. It's about a, a lawyer, and there's a, a trial, and there's a murderer on the jury. Um, you were telling me about yeah, that? Yeah, it's a really good book. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I went, I went to a Japanese restaurant, Wagamama's, had a meal, read my book. So it's now Jack's move to go to an Italian restaurant with his laptop. But yeah, I can't remember what, what we were saying. But you had a meal, though. I had a starter. <laughs> what was the starter? Squid. That's a starter? Wow. It was a side. Oh, I see. It was a little squid. A little squid. Oh. Like baby squid. Baby squid. Baby squid. Sturdy <laughs> squid. Yeah, I, I enjoyed this segment, though, because um, Miz was terrified of Becky. She was good. feeling that promo. Yeah, yeah it was that good was... when Becky went, look, look, just, just skip these bollocks. These little bollocks of yours, Miz. Uh, yeah, come on, Trish. Miz like, all right. Keep my daughter's name out your damn mouth. <laughs> <laughs> why, why are wrestlers and Americans she from? <laughs> in general? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so why did Miz yell that? <laughs> <laughs> but why, why are wrestlers like that? I wouldn't give a toss if you said my mom's name. What? 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 Someone, someone you're feuding with said something about said something about your family. It's barely <sighs> about chi your child. Sticks and stones may break my bones. Keep your child out of it, though. <laughs> well, I'm great. My big like, oh, you're talking about my daughter? I'm all right with that. <laughs> Be her up. Give a toss. Go on. <laughs> She's not mine anyway. <laughs> I wonder why they had the tattoo line in there. She's not going to get a tattoo. That was still, like, it was going all right. You would have to thank us. That should be, oh, because that's all that Trish wants. It's like, oh, so you have to get a tattoo. Be a servant for a month or something like that. Yeah. Just, there's no... A tattoo? How, how are they going to get around that when it rubs off after a week? <laughs> <laughs> this is a fake tattoo. <laughs> That'll be the reveal. The one that reveals himself to be <laughs> Seth Rollins. Tom Cruise! <laughs> <laughs> or Baby Roo. <gasps> Baby Roo. Is that the name? That's the Roo, yeah. Yeah, little Roo. Yeah. Is that the kid? That's the kid, yeah. So that's, oh, yeah, okay, it's right. Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch is Dasha. See, I haven't seen the new Mission Impossible, so it might be a main <laughs> character. Uh, Nakamura and Bronson Reed meet once again on Raw. Wait, wait, wait. Big Bronson Reed. Yes. Big Bronson How Reed. How dare they? Big E's not even dead yet, and they've given the big <laughs> to somebody else. He's still around as Big E. 
Big E, the biggest for him. You can't have too big. The biggest big boy. You can't. Aye. Yeah, you can't have too many big people doing things at the same time. I don't know what I'm doing now. Just why they give the name big. big. This is a Vince McMahon thing. I'm convinced, Matthew. Yeah, yeah. Bronzerine. I don't know. Big Bronzerine. <laughs> like, you, you look at him going, oh, yeah, you're right. Aye. Large Bronson Reed. Uh, exactly. on Raw and saw a nice class of styles between the pair again Bob the six match we've seen this year yeah. the, the, the great the match ended with Tommaso Ciampa running in and attacking uh, enormous Bronson meaning that Nakamura was disqualified in response Nakamura kicked him in the face also not sure why uh, enormous Bronson Reed needs a nickname big before his name yeah yeah, yeah it's disgusting point. it's Big E's name nervous synonyms out there and I liked, don't forget to it, but like, yeah, Nakamura backstage, be like, oh, so how do you feel about this loss? And he's just like, yeah, something needs to change it. I'm, I'm so like, good, yeah. you do it, you're nowhere slow right now, pal, good. Yeah, it was a great match. I really enjoy whenever they're in the ring together. But yeah, it just, it felt a little bit like filler. Just, we were waiting for yeah. Champa to sort of make an appearance. But, you know, it was, it was fun. I really enjoyed Bronson uh, mocking Nakamura's corner thingy, making his belly... Jet rumble like a bottle of jelly. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing Liverpool, anymore. Liverpool, you know what I mean, though? There was a lovely DVD on the run from Bronson. It was fantastic. There was a crossbody when Nakamura was going for a Kinshasa, which was nice as well. Um, yeah, I guess Nakamura was right to kick off for Chapman getting involved because yeah, he wasn't going to, he wasn't losing the match in that instance, was he? Yeah. So good for him. I hope this, I saw someone on Twitter said, I don't know who it was, one of these accounts going like, oh, it means a more edgier Nakamura, whatever that means. Just out there, don't they? Just swear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good Nakamura, if he did. It. Lighten up. <laughs> In the main event, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens defended the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships. I'm glad I have to say this incredibly full name every time yeah, I'm talking bloody things. Against the JDs, Dom Dom and Dam Dam. <laughs> imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Dom, Dom, and Dom. You know it's good when you hear Joel laugh in the yeah. background. Dom, Dom, and Dom, Dom. Before the match started, Rollins attacked Finn Finn, who fought to the backpack. The match was a fun back-and-forth match with a lot of the double-team moves hit on Dom to the delight of the crowd, and no one complaining backstage, yeah. apparently. Towards the end, Liv Morgan ran down to ringside to attack Rhea Ripley to stop her from getting involved with the match, which helped Sami Zayn hit Dom Dom with the Hoover kick to retain the titles. 
Yeah, it was all about the build to the finish. Liv Morgan getting involved, not like being uh, Rhea Ripley's next challenger. And also, the moving parts for the ending was fantastic. The seamless sequence for the fit, like Ko mm-hmm. getting rid of Priest as Sammy was on the run for the Huluva kick. Mm-hmm. That was whatever a it's good great, Italian yeah. uh, thing is for. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah, he yeah. made like Thomas Becker. Yeah. <laughs> was that right? He made like oh, Henry VIII and got rid of this troublesome priest. Was that good? That was That's a bit above my station. Yeah, that, I think. it was a bit rubbish. That wasn't it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Please move on. Oh, we'll get it. It might be better. You know, we'll look it up afterwards, and then it'll. Uh, I think you're right. What did you think of it? I really enjoyed the main event. It's nice to have like if Raw at the moment feels like it's the Cody show, it's the Sammy and Kevin show, and like you're always going to get good stuff out of them every single week. And that was another yep. case of it where it was a really really strong main event. Judgment Day are firing on all cylinders, even losing in the main. They can afford the loss, and it's still like. They're not harmed by it in any way. Um, I'm intrigued that it's Liv, though, that's getting involved. Obviously, she's wanting revenge. Is Liv going to get the title shot at SummerSlam? I yeah! Feel like, I feel like they're maybe going to go for Rhea, uh, Rhea versus um, oh, they Raquel. Oh, there's that. Yeah, yeah, they could do that. Oh, they but, give Raquel a gimmick first. That no, is no. <laughs> smiling back. Smiling, muscly Titantron. That's all she needs. If she drew a smiley face and a back, she wouldn't need to turn around. I know, she wouldn't need to turn around. Ever. There you go. That sounds really mean, doesn't walks it? Walks backwards. <laughs> <laughs> why, why can't you be big mammy cool from NXT? Do you remember that one? She had a motorbike. Because mm. Nakamura's doing that gimmick next week. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. NXT. Stop, drop, kaboom. Baby, rub my nipples. What's this? That's not me. <laughs> I just wanted you to say something funny. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Got him! Got him! Got <laughs> him! It says, it says NXT, I'm a wanker. <laughs> well, that's about. <laughs> Tricky Willie and Mello are here to speak some words. They make it sound so easy, don't they? About an interference stopping them from winning last week. Ilya Dragunov appears to speak some words of his own. Ilya claims he did what he did because he was worried about Damien Priest. Might have tried to cash in on Mello's title in a reason that makes all the sense in the world. No, it doesn't, though, does it? Come on now. Damien Priest not going to cash in on the yeah. NXT title, is he? Come on, Ilya. Yeah, why would Judgment Day bolt with any yeah. NXT title? Oh, wait. <laughs> Dragonoff accuses Hayes of losing control last week, but Hayes praises his ability to keep going. I thought this it, what he was saying was nice, but Ilya in a suit looks Tory as balls. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit of facial hair as well, makes yeah. him look even more Tory. Yeah. There was too many catchphrases here. I got lost halfway towards the speed of dragons and the, 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 he's Mr. Uh, PLE and all these little things getting thrown in at one go. I thought it was a bit cringy. It was, it was like, a big metaphor soup, wasn't like it? A bit of everything. Episode of Power Rangers it turned into. If only. Hayes <laughs> um, says he's going to be swimming in W's, which I thought is a nice... Yeah. See, that, keep it like that. In waters. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Several catchphrases later. It looks like we're getting Mellow versus Dragonoff, a great American bash. Yeah, I obviously should have said that before. Mustafa Ali thinks Wesley is a whopper for agreeing to a title defense against Dirty Dom this close to the gab. Ali's already, been, has already punched his ticket to the gab, but Wesley now hasn't. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Get it right, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, I, his, the ink wasn't even dried. Apparently, Wesley's now accepted the challenge from Dom. Ali's going to be there, whoever wins. It's a bit silly from Wesley, isn't it? Bit naive against Dirty Dom. Yeah, he could have extended yeah. his title reign. A longer. He was days away from being the longest. I know it's the longest ever single reign, but he, he was days away from becoming the like longest total ever yeah. champion, North American champion. Who I'm trying to think. Be... I can't remember who he... For it. I can't remember. I can't, oh, okay. Who did the thing he beat for it? Who did Wesley? Wesley? Beat? I'll, have quick, I'll have a quick. I'll have a quick. I'll have a quick. After Solo Sokoa dropped the belt. 
Ah. And vacated it. So he it had it like all that a, time. It's like no. a six-man ladder match or something. Oh, yes, the six-man bollocks. Was oh, it? the front row. Yeah. Front row. I think it was. Who's the, Well, let's see. The reigns of the North American Championship. Oh, I think we're doing vacated. Days recognized. Oh! oh. So the lot, I can see um. why. <laughs> Good old Redacted. Um, Good old. He was so great. There's just hours of us on the podcast going, my God, Redacted's the future of the business. <laughs> yeah. Nothing can stop Redacted. Who did? Who was before Wesley, though? Just uh, was Victor, right? Oh, how do you get on the number? There you go. Do, 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 do. Solo Sakura. yeah. Solo Sakura. Sakura so replaced Wesley did. after Lee was injured by Carmelo Hayes and Trick Willie. Yeah, five man. Oh, yeah. Hayes, come, Fraser, Oro Mensa. Oh, God, I... Oh. Wow, big wow. match. What was he doing there? Oh, not winning. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, Mustafa continues to get like people going, yay, he is being a dick though. The crowd are just like, we don't care. We like Mustafa. Yeah. <laughs> he's a nice guy. He's not. He's been a proper diddler. <laughs> we saw him when he was the referee last time. Keeping the title nice and warm for him. Equal opportunities diddler though. That's <laughs> a phrase, isn't it? <laughs> he was being a dick to both Tyler and Wesley in equal measure. Sure, cans are both Ronald. Regular McDonald's. Donald. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, that <laughs> just pops in my head nearly every day. Swear to God. What has just happened? It's a little there? bit of epic rap battles of history. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Thank you. Stax picks up <laughs> Tony D from prison and everything is well in the world. And you're back on the podcast talking about NXT's super bollocks, <laughs> which has been this. So uh, they do do a video package summarizing everything. Is that is that now? Is that <laughs> later, later on? Video package. Oh, okay. We'll the get video, it. it still makes no sense, but Tony D <laughs> spent two months in the slammer. I spent two months in the slammer. And now he's out of the slammer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> Crack on, so and go home, humble. will you? <laughs> Angel and Humberto versus Nathan Dragon. Absolutely humps, lads. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> really dosed in this. After the bell, Humberto shoves Angel to the ground, and Angel chases his boyfriend through the crowd because he isn't ready for the <laughs> Shift to be over just yet. He's not. Uh, there was so yeah, many highlights in this related, match. They're cousins. <laughs> hey, anything's possible now after Darth Vader. <laughs> hey, 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 oh, no, no, no. Nothing Star Wars again. LLLL, to give them their full name, of course. Yeah. The Lethal Lovers lost to Farios. Catching Nathan off a tope and powerbombing him yeah. into Dragon, who was doing a suicide dive at the time, was mm -hmm. fantastic. The double gorilla press off the middle rope. I've never seen that done before like that no, by no. LLL onto Dragon Lee. Humberto's beautiful moonsault. I forgot it was a thing, but mm. my goodness, it's still beautiful. Then we had the roll-through Liger bomb thingy from Dragon Lee to Humberto. Yeah. Oh, oh. It was oh. like a contest then, this week. Who, which, which TV show could have the best tag match? Mm. Yeah. And I don't was, know who it was. It was almost a four-way split because we've yeah. very different matches. We've had FDR and um, Bullet Club Gold. Yep. Uh, the Viking Rules match. Yep. And now, bloody hell, this. NXT's like, we exist. Yeah. I'd even include the main event of Raw. Tag match. Was really, oh, really good. Yeah. yeah. Just all different. That's that's the bottom one. Yes. That's, that's, that's not a bad thing. That's just in terms of this. Yeah, how bad is this? Yeah, it was, I was like, yeah, it's like, oh, Owens and Zane have a really good match. Ooh. Ooh yeah, boring. Oh, wow, I've seen this before. Uh -huh. <laughs> I and Humberto kicked out from that Liger bomb as yep. well. And yeah, obviously, I think separating Angel and Humberto is a good thing because yeah. in terms of NXT, they, they should be in the main event scene Yeah, to, somehow. To demonstrate how good this match was after match fixes, both of the, us, mean him and Booker, are sweating through our shirts, right? And Booker just yells, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> Booker's so good on commentary. <laughs> I, I have to say, hang on, Fraser. You can tell you don't watch NXT yeah, every week. Yeah, it's, it's, but it, he's terrible. But it's so much fun. It's it's like 
it's like he's done something before going on the air and just those are the things the opinions of Fraser Porter and Fraser Porter alone coffee you know just he's done a bit of coffee that's how they say over there in American (laughs) land a bit of Tom Campbell and then he's (laughs) he loves coffee exactly yeah yeah. Mm. Um, but he's good fun this book of tea it's bad that some people have been going like oh shut up Tom you suck go and do coke like (laughs) they're using their dislike just because of whatever just to like Tom just to go like oh you do coke like no that's a joke (laughs) of the podcast oh no Started, he started or is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tom asked us to say that. He doesn't do cocaine. That's Cocaine does him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And you're, you're welcome, Tom. Uh, yeah, what an amazing tag match. And, really good. Yeah. Uh, and if you're unfamiliar with NXT, because you just listen to this podcast, as some people do tell us that they, they only they started watching NXT because of us. Booker has improved. Because he's, I don't think he watches the product. I think he ebbs and flows. He just gets away with what he can. Yeah. And he just shows up and just does his catchphrases and Shucky his things that he has. Spe- yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know. He does, he makes up stories more than he should yeah. do about the rest. It's like a backstory. Yep. <laughs> Baron Corbin and, <laughs> and his twin brother, Darren, stand in the woods looking at each other. Darren is ever so slightly bigger than Baron. He was looking for more fear and respect and stuff like that in NXT. To get to these things, he's going to be himself. It was interesting, wasn't so, it? So, so to, <laughs> for, to preface this, last week, Baron was doing the Rocky Four, driving through a car, angry as like flashbacks was life played back. And he went, now I need to find myself. And the last thing we saw was those bloody tiki torches. Like, oh no, I hear you're a racist now, Baron. Um, and this week is like, no, it's just... Brother, it's Baron Corbin's evil twin brother, I guess, who is taller than him for some reason. It was weird that. Why the, is he taller than him? To set the scene, he walks past the tiki lights again. And he sees this figure in the distance in a black hood, and the hood's up over the uh, the guy's head. And then all of a sudden, Baron reaches this man, and the man turns around and takes his hood off, and it's Darren. And we know it's Darren because he's not the same size as Baron, unless they're on uneven ground. Because surely Baron's the same size as Baron, and Darren's a bit bigger than da- Baron. Yeah, if it's supposed to be him, why is the better version of something taller? It's like, oh, he had like bigger God. arms as well, yeah. didn't he? And he's a bit more tanned, I think. I don't know if it was just the lighting of the shop, but it's it's a different man. He'd been a Benadorn with a tan. <laughs> oh, the weather there was horrible. I tell you, oh, it was lovely. Really, it was too warm, right? Yeah, uh, really too warm. It was that oh, horrible. Oh, too hot. The air was like soup. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's like e. 35 degrees. It was just like, oh, there's no wind at e. all. Hot weather in Benidorm. Oh. Never expected it. Um, but yeah, it's imagine if Baron Corbin had just had the secret twin all, all along and he whaps him out now when he wants to find himself in NXT. I believe, I'm a believer in Darren so Corbin. Is, yeah. <laughs> NXT Anonymous, in brackets, right back. Secretly records unbiased <laughs> broadcast journalist Booker T giving his biological daughter Roxanne Perez a pep talk. Booker is not happy about the invasion of his privacy. Yeah, he's fuming. He's telling. I like it. to think that he didn't know about it for real. Yeah. It's, it, we had vibes of uh, Darth Vader and Princess Leia on Stop the game. Because <laughs> no, he's like, no. you need to dog it. Imagine saying to your own daughter, you've got to dog it. You've got to dog it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Do you Can think it, these NXT Anonymous things will actually lead to something? They seem oh, like yeah. They'll be I thought the thing was going to be... Months and months. Blair Davenport was bloody it. Was that going to be the reveal? No. Well, apparently not. Like, no, no, so Blair Danbot was the person attacking people. Yeah. yeah. But there's also an XT Anonymous just walking around. Just one yeah. about filming. I thought they could have solved all the plot lines or who's been attacked and all this in one thing, but no, an XT Anonymous is just there to give you inside scoops. They're saving, it's just it, for a the right, they're saving it for the right person to come along. Right, that, yeah, when yeah. they see a stalker in their PC, yep. that's the guy who'll get the gimmick or the gal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Keanu James defeats Gigi Dolan in a match that happened. There was a nice shoot Hurricane Rana from Gigi Dolan. Mm -hmm. And then once again, Gigi looks a bit like a cook with the finish. Uh, she brought the bag into the match, but didn't keep her eye on Keanu. And the bag yeah. was a downfall, and it was just a thing that happened. Paint, art, real estate. Who's <laughs> That's the feud. Since Toxic yeah. Attraction, like she's fallen right down the card, right? Like they I was were shocked that she's like she lost here. Yeah. Like Toxic Attraction felt ready for the main roster. Yeah, yep. And but now she really didn't look ready for the main main roster. Though. But did you know that she had a traumatic childhood? I don't oh, know if she ever her, mentioned it. Her before. brother in the crowd. Yeah, she never mentioned yeah, it. Terrible. <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't help that she'd be given some of this, these, this bollocks just to, to talk through and go like you know, yeah. You try and avoid your deviancy, but I am a deviant. Blah, 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 blah. But, you know, just this, like, no one talks like this. <laughs> she yeah. does. I'd love to know what the writers do, like, how they get, I like, these know. things ready. There's just, like, I say to themselves in a lighthouse for a week. Yeah. AI. A week? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, last week, Scripps agreed that he and Axiom would face Lucian Price and Bronco Nima this week. But Axiom says, whoa, 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 we're not a regular tag team, just to point out. This week, Scripps hoofed Axiom in the head in the middle of the tag team match against Price and Nima, with Scripps leaving with the ma massive, angry former American footballing men. This he had it coming. Brilliant long time. He had it coming. He had it coming. It's one of these rap battle things it's, again. It's, it's Chicago. Yes. Oh. <laughs> one thing... Um, one of those famous rap battles. Yeah, right? yeah. Yes. Uh, one thing we realized at the karaoke at the Yankee Brewery after the extravaganza that was NCL was that phrase that loves a show tune? I do, yeah. I'm what did you sing? I, I did One Day More with Gene Money. <laughs> Go on then. Not here. No, Go on, then. no, no, no. Come on. Another Day, Another Destiny. Ooh. It's a great it's a great, great song mm -hmm. from Les Mis. But yeah, I do, I'm a big musical fan. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I'm just better. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, he had it coming. He did. As we're just singing. Uh, because like, we're not a team. All right, then comes in. Scripps just looks at him like, you're an idiot. But it's brilliant long-term storytelling. Yeah. And I'll tell, I'll tell you for why. Because Scripps has been saying for the longest time he's called Scripps because his peeps call him Scripps, but not his family. Mm. So Bronco and Nima are his peeps. Oh. Sorry. Bronco and Lucian must be yeah, his peeps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're, they're left with Scripps. So they call him, they're from the same streets as Scripps was, and they used to call him Scripps because they're his peeps. I hope he that sounds so outfit. obvious. It's amazing that it took until this podcast for you to say they're going, oh, yeah, right, yeah. The, the That's the first match. That hmm? That's the that first the time they've been together. There, yeah. 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 But like, I was like, but why? But why? It's like, yeah, because these are my, these yeah. my guys. Right, that's the, the, the peeps. Yeah. I talked about them a while ago, remember? It's like, oh, yeah. Axiom's like, like, I really walked into that one, didn't I? Yeah, Axiom's a fool. Have they acknowledged that Scripps is Reggie? I, I no, scripts are scripts. I can't remember. No, no, they, they have. But they it was have. just like, yeah. <laughs> okay, good. But actually, you think he's going to ask him backstage. You want yeah. script of the mascot. Reginald next week. Yes. I tell you what, though. Scripps' uh, handspring thing is to get away from clotheslines. I could watch them all day. If he could do them all day, that would be lovely. I'd give, can, him, I'd give him a yeah. fiver. I'd give him a fiver to watch that. Yeah. I just loved as well on commentary how Booker literally went, how can you trust a man called Scripps? And then one second later, he twatted him across the yeah. head. I mean, how I book He must have had the script in front of him. Pardon the pun. Uh -huh. um, just to see what was going to happen. So it was just weird how perfectly timed it was. Yes. But I, I'm, 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 I'm a big fan of Bronco and the, uh, and I keep getting the next up. Bronco and Lucian. I think they've got a good look. Yes. Yeah. 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 
Have we seen much of them in the ring, like on Level Up and stuff? Before? Who the hell watches Level <laughs> you, Up? You're a That's big a show NXT you've just fan. made up, Fraser. You're no an NXT that. fan, Ross. I'm an sure NXT you... fan, not a Level Up yeah, fan. Okay. Yeah. Well, you get the major times, kids. Yeah. Fraser doesn't. <laughs> Ross doesn't need to level up. No. Uh, I need to do something with my life. <laughs> Change needs to happen somewhere. <laughs> Ivy Nile takes down the Diamond Mine banner in the Diamond Mine gym. We now pause for reflection as Fraser Porter will perform Candle in the Wind in brackets 97 edition for our fallen heroes. Fraser. <laughs> Up in horsey heaven, here's the th- I can That's the one from Parks and Rec, right? <laughs> <Five thousand. Shut> <laughs> you might have given a bit of Elton John there. You nah, the Chris Pratt version's better. <laughs> 5,000 candles in the wind. Stop it. You're ruining a poignant moment. Sorry. I can't sing. I'm not singing. You just did. Oh, so that's my one singer. Sing a podcast. Thousands of people at home are disappointed now. Yeah. Yes, uh, PGS over the checkbook if you want more. <laughs> no, I'm Dara's depressed. And had to cancel last week's Supernova sessions. DJ Wolf Sona, the planned guest for the show, is confronted backstage by the metaphor who give him a consolation prize for photo of Norm. And Norm is just, just there, <laughs> being wheeled around. He's like, you ever seen Twin Peaks? No. Forget it then. Sam. <laughs> I know, I realize like, oh, if only, but whatever. No, I'm surprised you haven't. I've not actually seen Twin Peaks. No, it there's feels songs like, in it. Yeah, oh, oh, I'm sold. Not really. Yeah, oh, okay. Joel will have. No, uh, Joel's oh. way too cool for that man. I'm not a big David Lynch <laughs> guy, to be fair. Ah, oh, David Fincher. Yes, David Lynch. They do girl. sound similar. Similar. They're both called David. Yeah. Um, that's that's my analysis of that one. <laughs> what we're talking about? Oh, uh, no, how, that's just someone no. after a night out in Socky Hall Street in Glasgow. Nah. I think he's he's now stealing from Rabsi Nesbitt. He is, yeah. No, I'm dar. In what way? The the the, the whole look. jacket, the kind of straggly hair. Yeah, oh. one sock on, one oh, sock yeah. off. The the aesthetic is Rabsi. Yeah, he <laughs> just needs a like a sweaty white vest, and then you're sorted. I have to confess, my dad used to watch that as a kid, and I didn't understand a single word they were saying. <laughs> it's not as good as Still Game. Like, still Game, you, I can you understand. Talk Scottish comedies. Yeah. Still games the peak. Absolutely. So I wonder if he'll then start move move through an era, different eras of Scottish comedy. Oh. So Rabsy's first. Uh-huh. What's the one that Grado's on? Uh, two Doors Down. Two Doors Down and Scott Squad. Scott Squad. Scott Squad's good. Yeah. Call it, what, the Scott Squad has been in a robbery? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stay calm, they be a bam. Sorry? Say. Stay calm, then he be a bam. Oh, don't be a dick. Don't be a bam. Eh? Yeah. We are the polis. Yeah. It's time for Donny D'Angelo's big return celebration. They lay out the storyline so far, beat by beat, thank Christ. However, it still doesn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> Gallus comes out the ring from the pub, and they're not happy. After threatening the club of the mafia people with their little sticks, Mark Coffey ends up getting put through a table of food as a tag team title match for the gab is set. Would you like to go through? Can we get the story? So, yeah. Uh, so... Stax convinced everyone that he wanted to be the Don. Yep. He was playing Gallus like a fiddle. We need to go yep. back a bit, though, don't we? Tony, so why was Tony, Tony D was in prison because somebody accused him of doing a thing. So he was arrested and put in prison. Yep. And so then... When, when he was missing, yeah, that's yeah. when Stax but convinced everybody wanted to be the Don. They were playing Gallus like a fiddle. Right. He put Joe in the trunk of a car but lied to him. He lied about wanting to take over as the Don. He then named the stipulations that he wanted to release Joe. He wanted to get a tag yeah. team match and a tattoo of Gallus boys on tap on his tits or something like that. Mm. And then he had to win the match, which is the bit where the, the, the plan was, you know, a bit risky. He had to win a match for the plan to actually work. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Th- so thank goodness he won the match. I've written down there, thank F-U-C-K, he won that match. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. And after all of that, 
Tony will get free and they'll get a tag team match and then that's how we've got ourselves to the so tag why, team title. That was one of the most convoluted ways of getting a tag title I know. I've ever heard. Why was he in prison in the first place? Because who, who, uh, Gallus uh, reported him to the police for doing something. It was never said what it was, which I got annoyed that about. That is fine. Because this is a man we've seen try to kill people yeah. on TV. Yeah. So it's, like, it's hard was... to feel sympathy so for So then Stax was going, I was the snitch, Gallus. Don't worry. I'm, I want to take over. I want to get rid of Tony. Keep him in prison even yeah. longer. Yeah. He was saying, I want to be the new Don. So the, but he the was a double agent. Yeah, but the stipulation was, did uh, did Gallus think he was just going to lie down? Yes. That's yeah. why oh, Because it's like, it's that NXT, it's that NXT level storyline going like, why are you not staying down, pal? You know, and yeah, you yeah. know, <laughs> oh, what's happening? And then yeah. they had to play, they played last week, an audio of like, from his cell, like the Play-Doh yeah. thing, going, good job. <laughs> the plan's working fine. Now pin him. Like, so people got it. This has been an interesting... There's a great story. Yeah. The package got me really hyped for this whole segment. Yeah, I'll say this, though. One of the issues has been with the, the Mafia lads is that the crowd are like, do we cheer them or not? The crowd reaction has been weird. With all this bollocks, the end game has been, obviously, a tag title match, and the crowd was cheering them. They're good guys. Cheering, cheering the return of Tony D. So it has accomplished that goal in the most longest, most complicated way possible. I was so confused. When Vic, he wheels out Tony, and then Vic's like, wow, what a moment. Yeah. Here he comes back from jail, this attempted murderer, yeah. this <laughs> right? convict. Go on, Tony. Yeah, what a moment. The Don is free. Don's back, I didn't, yeah. know, what to, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was two set of heels just having like a Healy Nobody's to coming home. He's, he, he, he wasn't guilty. Is that what we're saying? We watched him try to murder two English men. Yep. <laughs> but they're alive. And he did kill he one of them. But he tried to kill them. But he, they're alive. He it's killed fine. one of them so hard he had to join AEW. Yay, <laughs> <laughs> guys. So off um, uh, two dimes. There's no two proof. Dimes. No proof. But near dimes, no. He's got no He's dimes, skinned. no. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, pretty deadly only got free because the, the pond they were thrown into wasn't very deep. That was the only reason they didn't die. Yeah, That's yeah. the official canon. Which actually sounds worse if you think <laughs> about it. Yeah. Ugh. So, yeah, very successful to get the crowd to cheer from, so well done. Uh, yeah, wow. Thea Lesnar, shoot, breaks the arm of Alexa Lopez with Kimura, and then shoot, breaks the arm of NXT Women's Champion Tiff Strats with another one. Strats didn't want to have the submission match. Brock Hale wanted, <laughs> Brock Hale wanted to have it the gab, so chase you, Sonnen. <laughs> hey! Slapped her arm and made that bitch give in. You talk for a bit and you blow my nose. Uh, Thea Hale was like Scott Steiner in the early go of the match with Alexa Lopez because she was throwing... And they throwing bitches around there, but we said it anyway. Uh, the reversal into the Kimura for the uh, finishing thing was like fantastic. I've written down just the new Kurt Angle with a submission game, but with the Kimura, it's clearly the new Brock Lesnar. Uh, it feels like the Shed are ready to get behind her to win the big one, which is worrying for yeah. Tiffy Strat, who sort of had what made what brought her to the dance stripped away from her slightly. The brattiness and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, Dole is confusing. He's a confusing boy because he appears now to be way back on side with Thea after sort of being begrudgingly like, hey, you doing well? Make your mind up, he's, pal. He's playing both sides so that he always comes out on top. It's just because he's not got the, the deanship yet. That's what he's waiting that's what he's for. Wanting. I tell you, that's what he's waiting for. He's disgusting. Um, and obviously, Thea made, wanted to make things a submission match makes sense all in the uh, makes all of the sense in the world. Mm. And Tiffy getting bullied into getting yeah. the submission. Uh, There's nothing you can do to make me do that. Ah, okay, yeah, fine. crack. Um, so it's going to be interesting because I think they might, I might, they might do a title change there and move yeah. Tiffany to the main roster. No, no, not, she's not ready. Not yet. No, I don't know. No. I don't know. So this, mm. what this would be like her third defense. You don't want to do it too soon, Fraser. Do you, yeah. you want to give it yeah. time? Yeah. Let yeah, it marinate. Mm. Mar yeah. Yeah. Marinate. Yeah. yeah Marifuji. 
Mount Fuji, <laughs> top man in Japan. I know. I miss Mount Fuji. Uh, it's a good mountain. I hope he's sending a letter to the lads from Mount Fuji. <laughs> <laughs> Tony and Dom were in the same prison. We'll in this little segment here. Yes. Ah, Benny the Bumper. <laughs> Benny the Bumper from the yard says hello. And then Dom's like, oh, yeah, Benny, what a guy. It's fantastic, Howard, of the Michaels Helmsley regime. But it was it was a Booker being like, he was only in there for a day. How has he got mates? <laughs> it's all fantastic. Again, stuff, Booker really. doesn't watch any of the wrestlers. So He's like, wait, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> this is bollocks. Uh, Gable Stevenson is going to do something next week. It says, uh, Gable Stevenson, what's next for him? Prison. Well, that was like a, a sturdy fart. The, the bit with uh, Lyra Valkyria was a bit weird. Uh, at the end of the Tony D Dom's bit, where she just comes over and Rhea's just like, "You're not very good, right? are you?" And then she was like, "I'll do better." Cool. Why? What was that all about? Rhea bigged her up last week or two weeks ago, didn't she? And then she got bitch slapped around by whoever she got bitch slapped around by. I've yeah. forgotten now. But it just felt like she she didn't have anything to actually say. She was like, go on camera, go and stand next to her. Who did she get bitch slapped around by? Someone. Oh my God, I've gone blank. Blankety blank, blankety blank. Blankety blank. But yeah. yeah Gable, <laughs> Gable Steveson. Going to, going to jail, you saying? Aura Mensah avenges Noam Dar in defeating God. DJ Wolfie. Uh, Booker T was comparing Noam Dar to Prince and Michael Jackson because they're all dramatic. <laughs> Culturally ahead of the path, that Booker T. Um, Aura Mensa's got like a nice front flip kick thingy. And then uh, I've got to admit, I didn't see all of last week's NXT. Um, why was Dijak out there? What was he doing? What's wrong? Big he, kick. He didn't like Eddie in the underground, apparently. Well, last week they were people were watching the previous weeks. So two weeks ago was uh, NXT Underground, magnificent display. Mm. And I was going, you know, wow, look at this. Like an advert for Sunny D. Whoa. <laughs> and uh, he went, oh, you call that violence? And yeah. They were like, yeah, we do. And then he started <laughs> off. <laughs> so he's making it clear he's got uh, the violence envy. So DJ Yiff, as you like to call him, he's going to be locked Yiff, up Yiff. in the thing. Uh, given that the weird places the podcast going to now, I'll just call him DJ Wolfie from now on. He's going <laughs> to, DJ Yiff's going to get locked in that sex dungeon. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did Jack say last week? Yiff, Yiff. I'm not going to finish it. Go on. <laughs> no, no, because then... What did he say? No, yeah, no, no. He's the guy who cuts gonna... them up and puts <laughs> them on there. He knows what to do. <laughs> no, what did he you say? You can't prank nah. Jeremy Beadle, Ross. Yeah. What did he say? Come on dead. with your little hand. What did he say? I'm not saying it, Ross. <laughs> I'm not saying it. Go and find out on the shorts, uh, hey. <laughs> the shorts page. Galani <laughs> Jordan and Dana Brooke do gymnastics. Cora Jade thinks they are right pairing gimps. <laughs> <laughs> And rightfully so, a cringy bollocks babyface NXT promo. It's just like they've got a talent and they can do that talent. So let's just shoehorn the talent in when it makes no yeah. sense whatsoever. There's just a couple of friends uh, doing gymnastics. Like all gymnastics uh, gymnastics folks do, I'm, I'm sure they do. Yeah. Just break out the gymnastics randomly walking down the street. Oh. I hope Cora batters Dana with a stick. What for doing that promo? Disgusting conducts. If Cora Jade is saying your promo's bad, then your promo's <laughs> bad. Yeah. Blur, who makes it clear that she isn't NXT Anonymous. Well, that sounds like something NXT Anonymous would say, just saying. And Roxanne talk to each other through the TV screen. Killer Instinct is mentioned. 
great video game. A new side of Roxanne has mentioned as she is tired of being everyone's little bitch. I don't think they like each other, so the only thing we can do is watch them wrestle at the gap. It Blair just keeps on mocking her until she leaves. Yeah, it, it makes it's me great. Think, wow, I was really convinced of her. Just the way Blair was like, just go home. You don't belong here anymore. Just makes me think like we could have another loser leaves town thingy happen with uh, Roxanne. Yeah. Mm. Or Blair going to the main roster, who knows? Mm. I don't know, is it supposed to be a thing where like, oh, pe- the horrible abuse athletes get and it can get to them mentally? Because if it is, they're doing a horrible thing with it. Because <laughs> one, she's a wrestler, and two, the last time she had anxiety, Shawn Michaels just like ladder match. Okay, I'll put you in the match. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, uh, you're lost. <laughs> I'm not doing that again. Uh, I'll be interested to see what her and Tony do. Tony Blair. I don't uh, know why I said Tony Blair. Tony yeah, Blair. Well, no one Tony cares Blair. about her either. So. <laughs> Uh, Dom is the new North American champion. Rejoice. I did not see this coming, but now it's happened. I'm like, oh, it's actually really good. I didn't think they would. I thought because they've had a whole bunch of NXT people, sorry, main roster people come on NXT, and it's just like, hey, get the ratings up, I guess, but they've not really done much. Apart from Baron Corbin's just turned racist. So I was (laughs) like, here we go. We're going to have the little match, and Wesley's going to like, oi, he won. After Finn Balor and everyone else showed up, I was like, oh, wow. And then crowd would just, it kept on cutting to people, which I haven't done in a while. The re and the AEW used to cut to like every bleep person. It was yeah, so annoying. Yeah. But it was so justified here when it's like, one, two, three, don't get to me be like, ah. <laughs> okay, if there were plans, they're worth every penny. So good. Like, yeah. genuinely, the heat on him. Like, he, he, Wesley, as you said, he was like close to being a, one of the longer reigning North American champions. And it's yeah. d- Dom that's done it. Oh, Can I just Dom. say, I don't know if it's by design, there's a chance it could be on purpose because Dom's like, you know, being the uber heel at the minute. But the way he does his three amigos makes me feel ill. He barely, you know, when did the hip twizzle. Mm. Does he do it so slow and flimsily on purpose or is that just how he wrestles? I think it's one of the beautiful things. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It works so well. Because I, I, well, I thought myself getting mad at it. I was yeah. like, come on, you got to really put some effort in there, Dom. <laughs> Dom with the three bozos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually thought the match sort of chugged along and then when Finn and Priest came out, allowing Rhea to hit uh, Wesley in the head with her title, mm. that's when it all booted off. It was all about the finish. And yeah, that, that sort of noise cannot be manufactured yeah. in a shed full of plants. It cannot be manufactured. It's also very strange that, like, what, a year ago, if he'd gone and done this, we'd be, like, kicking off. At right. it. And now it is actually seen as him maybe elevating the title a wee bit. Like, he's not, the title's not elevating him. It's all him that's doing it. And uh, it's very strange. I was, like, seen on WWE 2K23, and he's still the old, Rain, with oh, Rey Mysterio God, dog. Yeah, yeah. So it's so strange how much he's, Changed in less than a year. You're right. When that game came out, it's like, oh, what do I get for beating the Rey Mysterio mode? I get Dom. Dom, yeah. <laughs> but now it's like, I get Dom, He's yes! Dom. Yeah. Get in! And it's not even been a year since he joined the Judgment You're right. Day. God, that's even... Wow, when you put that in perspective, that's it's, crazy. It's 11 months right now. 10 months. Is that the start of September or the start of October? Start of September. Was the start of September? Wow. That is a long, yeah, short yeah. time ago. Yes. Yeah, it's a long... That is the long and short of it. But right now, I'm going to the toilet. I'm going to the toilet as well. Should we hold hands together? AEW <laughs> <laughs> Dynamite. I do the cha-cha like a sissy girl. Very good. <laughs> Got Very good. Got him again. Oh. <laughs> Bruce Almighty. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> Jungle Boy is confusing new entrance theme. Defeats Hook to become the new FEW champion. No, 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 no. Jack Perry is confusing new entrance theme. He kills Jungle Boy and buries him in the desert. Like that one time with Ric Flair in 99. I was in a rush. Why would he have... <laughs> Beethoven's fifth was so strange to have. Beethoven's mama number five. Yeah. 
That was too dumb for me. Jessica. It didn't work for me. I don't know what you thought. It was a bit awkward. He is awkward. <laughs> he's uh, not, though. He's a top shagger with yeah. leather, tr- leather trousers. You now. wouldn't know it by <laughs> watching this version Bobby Lashley's new group, the top shaggers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> in a big car for all the big shagging. <laughs> I's got the, the girlfriend with the uh, the bad ass and the the bad attitude and the fat ass. Yeah. Sorry to get that right way around. No, she's got the fat attitude. Come on. Get fat right. attitude and the bad ass. Nah, thank you. <laughs> Horrible <laughs> curry last night. <laughs> <laughs> get things right on this show. <laughs> yeah, defeat Tuck to become the new FTW champion. And Taz is just in despair watching his young lad uh, do T-bone suplexes off the ring apron. Still not enough mm. for this other famous lad. I thought he was, Jack Perry was good here. I really enjoyed mm. all the stuff that was there. It's just the entrance kind of killed it for me because it was like, oh, he's just metaphorically murdered himself, buried himself in the desert. Yeah. And then he just enters to beat Owens fifth and it doesn't, the crowd, it was too quiet. It was too, the, the crowd just didn't react how they should have or he, they maybe wanted. Um, I hope it's a placeholder and they choose something else. Um, it needs to be some proper 80s hair metal, doesn't it? I, I think they've spent so much money on stuff like Europe <laughs> Final Countdowns. Like, no, no, all right, what's, what's free? I've there? seen a Love few the people Mikey suggest Animal I've Become by Three Days Grace. He's not a teenage Three boy. Come on yeah. now. <laughs> and uh, Cold as Ice by Foreigner. Um, that's two on the head but I, I, it just anything that's better, better than Beethoven because he's not whatever. Gunther Venus by Banana Rama whatever <laughs> he's not Gunther he shouldn't be coming in classical music mm, but. What is, I'm going to float this out there just in case it's true we see that Baron Corbin's twin brother Darren is now in NXT could you know because he buried a man did Jack Perry he mm-hmm. did could that have been Jack Perry being buried and this is now Zach Perry Jack buried <laughs> <laughs> it's Zach Perry everybody on the AW, yeah. taking the place of his brother Jack. I like the match. I was really shocked at how little Hook got in offense-wise. Mm. Uh, Zach Perry just really butchered him all the way through until the throw off the apron sort of turned the tide for a bit. Yeah. The cheating for the win was good. I like that. But uh, I guess Jack Perry has the new embodiment of uh, what the FTW lifestyle is all about, kids. Yes, he does with his, indeed. With his, with his classical music. Mm. <laughs> hey, FTW. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> Yeah. What, a, what a wonderful overture that is, Taz. Yeah, you are right. And it's it's weird to say he felt more natural pretending to be a Tarzan lad. Yeah. Uh, the, the wild Thornberry himself than <laughs> he is trying to just be this heel character where he, he's acting like he's acting. Yeah, he's yeah. doing the Austin yeah. theory of like, you're clearly not really here. But I have confidence in seeing him, what he does next, and if he's going to grow into this um, or... He wants to stay with Beethoven. I'm excited <laughs> to see when he eventually reunites with Christian Cage, and Christian's like, "I told you I was right. I was right about you the whole he's time." Like, well, you dressed exactly like <laughs> me. Yeah, exactly, yeah, he's just he's Christian. Then yeah. they'll go down the strippers and have a great night. That's what will happen. Sorry, get so, the segues out. Yeah, yeah, Christian's like, "Whoa, wait, no, no, no! I don't mean coming like to start being me exactly. You know, this is getting really weird. I'm sorry." Anyway, then L scoops Alex Marvez is stalking Don Callis and Jericho at a restaurant because he does have the ability to teleport. The pair of Canadians appear to be in cahoots. I wonder what their meal was all about. Oh, you <laughs> dickhead, making me say that. Got him again. Later, the pair arrive at the arena limo and call L Scoops a fathead, lol. Well, well done, Jericho. I've managed to go to a restaurant and not leave the, your title <laughs> on the limo as you drive off. It was Alex Marvez back to his best, though. That was one of the highlights of lockdown when he would turn up in Kenny Omega's front garden at the golf course. Here he is <laughs> at, the, uh, at the restaurant, then at the car park in one blink of an eye. Yeah. L Scoops with his fathead. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, how does teleport normally? But if you've got a fat head, you can do it as well. It's twice the effort. Just throw your neck and then you go flying. Yeah. I thought the, the, the security guard was great in the fact that he clearly can see, see him until Don Callis goes clear him. And he's like, yeah. it was, it was, uh, it was he's, a he's an AW referee, so he's often yeah. misses the obvious things. <laughs> yeah. Now he's got a cloak of invisibility as L Scoops. Ooh. That's why he's got the nickname L Scoops. That's yeah. why he's got Because of invisibility cloak. He's actually here right now. <laughs> Adam Cole makes MGF face his fear. Oh, it's going to be a Chinese restaurant in Boston. Hilarity ensues before the segment ends with an innocent waiter being assaulted with the double clothesline. Jinx, touch wood. Damn it. Black magic. Got black shoes on. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good segment. These two, again, have great chemistry. But I like the cast of Breaking Bad because... Nothing but great chemistry. And it so, sounds weird that eventually someone's got to turn on one of the... Yeah, they we... shouldn't for quite a while, but I, they will. I, you know, they've, they've kind of struck lightning in a bottle in the sense of that they are really fun to watch. It's added a little bit more to MGF's title reign. Because mm. I don't want to say it, it wasn't stale or anything, but it was just sort of like, right, we're going to... He's going to have to go through all of MGF's goons and then you'll get the title match. Yeah. At least it's something different. And uh, I don't know, I think... Cole's the guy to take it off him, but I don't want him to anymore because of their, they're so fun. Keep them as a tag team. Give them the title. Mm. Oh. Actually, I won't be happy about that. Ah, who cares? They'll get a podcast and they're trying to leave yeah. and then they'll all kick off again. Um, <laughs> I really enjoyed MGF just channeling Hulk Hogan. Oh, that was easy to Go say. On. Channeling Hulk Hogan. Well uh, 95,000 screaming Maximaniacs. Big Bill. All 675 pounds of them at the Saskatoon Silverdome. Then he got a bit drunk. 99,000 people in Saskatoon Silverdome. <laughs> yeah. um, the assault on the innocent waiter, who they thought was Sammy Guevara, and then somebody else I've forgotten about, mm -hmm. was fantastic. Um, just yell a little bit. It was good. With 100% alcohol as well. Mm. They, they did well to stay standing. As Elton John likes to say, I'm still standing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was lockdown, Elton, by the way. <laughs> uh, Britt Baker defeats Kayla Sparks. That's it. It was. Yeah. It was. It oh, felt like it was. Okay, sorry, I was for more notes, but that was it. One of those segments where the the squash match would happen, then someone with like an actual roster member would happen, but it didn't. It was just a squash match where she went for the glove really early, and I thought that would be a downfall, mm -hmm. but it wasn't. It felt like a match that it would be. Here's your hometown wrestler that we're currently not in a feud, but she wasn't in her hometown. Yeah, which is just a bit odd. She's to be fair, she's not there. wrestled all that much recently, so I guess it's more like a get the reps in, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Get some miles in those legs, brother. Yes. It's just like the wrestlers say to That's each other. That's how the wrestlers talk. <laughs> MGF gives Adam Cole the matching gear. They're going to win the match tonight. Cole gives MGF the matching jackets they're going to wear down the ring together. Cole makes it known that he has one more surprise for MGF, and we all can't wait to see what that is. And that is the theme mashup. The theme mashup. Ooh. Mikey Rook is bringing in the big boys. Yes. It's not as good as the original <laughs> mashup classic that was the Jericho Big Show. So good, right? Break the walls Big. No, 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 no. That's the, the second one. version. Oh, the first, oh, the first the one. The first version they used one night on Raw. The meatly didn't use it ever again. Was a, you know, was the big, big, big oh, show. Yeah. <laughs> big, big. Was it in this segment as well where Roddy Strong was? I think I forgot to write that down on your notes, but I've got it on mine. We had Renee backstage with, yeah. Yeah, with matching gear. Roddy's yeah. getting jealous, isn't he, of, of Adam's evil new friend? He's cool. You can't tell because he's such a good actor. Yeah. Sorry. Come on now. Sorry. That's Sorry. the that's the shtick. He's the Sorry, Rodney the Strong. He's one of the boys who are in the groups of the frat boys down Northumberland Street. That's what Roddy Strong is. He's not. He's supposed to be a bit 
thick-headed, <laughs> dim-witted. Strong-willed. <laughs> uh, yeah, call MGF defeat Dan and Sam. That's good. With a double clothesline. Yes, they did. Uh, and after Bell, FDR come down the ring because they're going to be defending these tag titles of theirs against MGF and Cole on collision in a little while, but not this one. Not yeah, the next week, one. Week on Saturday. Week on, on Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> Meanwhile, Dan and Sam walk straight past their father, Chris Jericho. It was uh, straight away the MGF's reaction to the, the mashup theme was lovely. Adding mm. to their, my, why it was my Hall of Fame pick this yeah. week. Uh, Adam Cole's dancing should be on Pornhub. Um, Sam and Dam had a nice little routine as well. Uh, I was confused by the dancing bit, but I enjoyed it at the same time. I was mostly confused at how bad Sammy Guevara is at moving. <laughs> what? You thought that he'd be really good. He had no coordination when he was dancing. Cons- but like... He can do flips and stuff, but he had like there was yeah. no movement. Maybe it's because he's a heel. I don't know. No, I got to say he's a heel, it, and he looked like liquid ghoul. It looked like they had like a whole routine, and it was just like, oh, you're out of time. You've, you've, you yeah. either you probably can't hear the music properly, but I don't know. Yeah. It was very funny though. Yeah, and I like the yeah that. Oh, oh. I liked it. Sorry, it's one of these tables you have, but you can't put any weight on. Why have we got a table that you can't even do that on? Holding my on. cup of tea. I'm trying to balance it with my thighs. Whoa. Jam those yeah. thighs up, Fraser. Get some miles on those thighs, as they say <laughs> in the wrestling. And you right. can't even do it, can you? Oh, no. That's crap. Table. Don't touch the table. Yeah. Move your laptop. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Then it was worked really well. Crowd were into it. Okay. It's one, feels like one big joke that everyone's in on. I think they've got a disco button just at the side. <laughs> Again, because he's doing all the, the, the baby face, is the stereotypical baby face stuff, yeah. the double team, the mashup, yeah. the, 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 the finishing move of death. And now like, oh, dance off. It's like, what crazy baby face things could he do? Uh, a tope suicida. The pop yes. and the shock on his face was brilliant as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then we get to the end where, well, there's another brilliant spot which I need to mention, which was the super kick from Cole to Sammy off the springboard. They timed it lovely, I thought. Yes. Sammy's good at that because the Young Bucks did that to him. On the first time, yeah. and he died, didn't he? Yeah. He died. His soul, Sammy. his soul left his body. Then, as I said earlier, Cole effed it by touching the belt when he did. MJF caught yeah. him, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> caught yeah. him holding yeah. the uh, AEW World Title. Yeah. And his reaction—I don't think Cole saw the reaction, so that makes me think it'll be MJF. But then maybe that's what they want you to think. We don't know yet, do we? Yeah, mm. we'll have to watch next week, won't we? We will, and have to find See, out then. And everything's think winning the belts. What, 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 I think they will. I think they'll win the belts. No. I think they'll no, extend. No, no. I think they'll call an order. This is Tony's big chance to show that he can deviate from a plan. He can't deviate from the plan. If he has them win, go all in and defend the belts there. Have the turn happen there. You have the main the main event of all out a week later be the match between them. Nah, I think they all the way look like they're going to beat them, and then MGF's going to go up. It's going to be cold. I brought you all the way here. And MGF's going to go. You, I can't believe you fell for that. Yeah, but Cole was the one looking at the belt first. Yeah, MGF caught him. Yeah. Yeah. But Cole was already thinking about it before the before MGF. Oh, was. so he's psychic now. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, okay. MGF thought he had a friend for the first time in his life, which will make the betrayal even worse when <laughs> it, when Adam Cole turns on MGF when MGF has actually found a, a friend. I'm confused now. <laughs> Adam Cole's turning. That's my. Prediction. Are you willing to put a wager on it for yourself? Not involving anybody else around this table. Maybe eating a hat, maybe go to a restaurant or something like that. I'll yeah. go to a restaurant, yeah. Or to yeah, come to a nice Italian place that yeah. uh, me and somebody else, could be anybody else, might be could going be, to. Could be anybody. Yeah. Unrelated. Could be anybody. I don't know. Anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do, do you want to do something at the restaurant, add to the bed? Read a book. Go to a restaurant, read a book. Yeah. Which, Can I order a beverage? No. 
Just sit oh, down. Well, I'd, have to, I'd have to, to be like... Yeah, you'd, yeah, you'd have to like order something. No, because when they sit you down, then say, oh, would you like a drink? Just say, no. Tap one. <laughs> say no to, <laughs> no to liquid, and then yeah. yes to food? Read a, read a book. <laughs> oh, no, Put headphones on, and when they come to the table, just sit there reading your book. We'll get this all on camera. I so don't want to be a dick to the hard-working people in yeah. the restaurant businesses, man. Just a, 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 a one beverage. Then you have to leave a fifty-pound tip at the end. <laughs> oh, okay. Can we all for what? For, for what? For nothing. For nothing. Yeah. For being a dick. <laughs> Thank you for service. <laughs> so phrases. We've got that on footage now. It's on all locked in. So I think you're going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I would not dare. Let's go. Order. Oh, do nothing for an hour. And say, I love this place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Tony. That's my moment. Yeah. Anyway, Great. next segment. So if Adam Cole, if MGF's the one who turns, then Fraser has to do all we've just spoke out there. He's not but saying he's no. Non-verbal agreement. He's a man of principle. He's not saying yeah. no. Mm. Not saying yes. <laughs> Darby <laughs> Allen owes AR Fox a favor and gets him an international title shot next week. Fair play. All right. That was a segment that happened on this show. Yes, it they was. did a thing at the end and... The young boy, I forgot his name. Nick Wayne. Nick Wayne. I had no intention of putting his hand <laughs> the, in there. The young boy. <laughs> he is a young boy. He's 18. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was that segment. Yes. By the shark fears Chompy the dancing shark. Those moves were spicy. They were spicy. Behind the announce table. Mm. Taz was funny there. <laughs> <laughs> Keep the shark away from me. Keep the shark away from me. <laughs> no respect. George <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jones over here. <laughs> And then Blood and Guts ends the show, and that's just the note. Yeah, yeah. very uneventful, wasn't it? Anyway. It was nice how the mattress was sort of pleasantly chugging along, and then John Moxley came down with a screwdriver and started stabbing folk in the head. Yep. Then he whapped out a bucket of broken glass, because of course he did. It's John Moxley. Nom, nom, nom. Nom, nom, nom. Uh, Nick Jackson, I thought, was one of the show stealers, was his opening flu, which ended with the hurricane run at the Claudio, which went into the glass. Uh, then we had Mox just pinning Nick down with the glass and just rubbing the glass into his chest with his shoe. It was fantastic. The bump Kenny took off the... When he got springboarded. In the, in the yeah, cage, in then the back cage. down again. I'm trying yeah. to work out what happened in my head now, but mm. that was fantastic as well. Uh, what else was there? The better nail stuff, that did that that, that, that got my tainter tingling. I'm going to go there again. Ooh. It was fantastic stuff with the, the corner spot, then the scoop slam on it as well. Yeah. How did they do that? Magic. Obviously, they're, they're blunted a bit, but... Yeah, it's still going to hurt. Yeah. Hmm. That's going to hurt. Yeah. You can't fake that. You can't fake... How, how do you learn to fall down? Eh? <laughs> I can learn that. Jim Ross there. Yeah. Jim Ross, by the way, he must have been smoking a full pack of tabs while everyone was going, Jack Perry, Jack Perry, Jack Perry on the show last night. <laughs> I told you all along. Oh, so when I do it, <laughs> I see. Um, Takeshita and Ibushi, when they were sort of doing their roll-through combos through the e thumbtacks and that, that was a bit like... I thought a theme in the match was people forgot to sell for the glass. That's a very good point, Ross. I'll, I'll add my analysis once you've done a lovely run yeah. down you're doing. So. No, you, yeah. you can do your analysis oh, about okay. the glass I, It was weird. I want to like the match because, just on principle alone, I like the death matches. I like the goal. I like the blood and guts. My, my mind got. It's almost as if that's what we were to be expected watching this. Yeah. And I like to check my mates who love the AEW and love talking to me about their AEW-ness and stuff and their opinions, even when I don't ask them for it. Thank you, friends. <laughs> and some people are like, wow, it was amazing. I love the violence. I'm like, all right, cool. And others were like, what a mess. What a disjointed, Ooh. ugly mess. But I'm there going, that's all the right, it was, but it's not called AEW Presents Technical Proficience. It's AEW Blood and Guts. So, I mean, I don't know. I said, like I compared it earlier, Fraser had a lovely spicy curry. Uh, it was noodles. very well... Tasty noodles. Oh, sorry, noodles. <laughs> spicy <laughs> noodles. And it was clearly labelled, warning, this is really bloody spicy. spicy. Yeah. So Fraser would have been rather silly 
if he'd eaten this and gone, I don't like these, they're spicy. My my mouth hurts. Ow. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and if he did, it'd be very silly. But you could say they don't taste very nice. Mm -hmm. but they were great. They were tasty. I was sweating, though. Oh. They were that spicy. You look, and it Matthew moist. witnessed it. It was, it yeah. was soggy. So I... <laughs> Mm. I liked the fact that they were doing the blood and guts. They did the the broken glass, the bed of nails, but the pace and, and everything was just so weird. Blood, bed of nails should be something you'd expect. All right, well, that's the finish then, right? A bed of nails. It's John Moxley, though. Yeah, but he, that, probably, that's he what I mean. It's like, it's like probably, oh, wait, 10 minutes in, bed of nails. You're like, even in death matches, um, Matt Tremont would be like, all right, yeah, I'm taking the bump and I'm getting pinned. It he, was uh, The pacing for me was a little bit over the place like I agree with Matthew there in the fact that the bed of nails and then the choke at the end should have been the finish like that's the big finish spot because then it was like right we you we've used it on a drop kick right we've got to use it again oh the bed of nails is there but we, we're not using it because we've done the spot little bits I really really enjoyed the match but the little things just didn't click for me that we missed a lot of the big spots because yep. of the camera cuts uh, the bit where Ibushi and Takeshita were rolling in the glass and doing the like dude buster type implant thing it didn't it, it looked really sloppy to me, which sometimes... You're harsh. No, but like, Koda got dropped his head and Koda went, oh my God, that's amazing. Then Koda got up and just... Yeah, like, it, it was just... It. And like, I, for me, Ibushi didn't click with this match type at all uh, and looked... And bless him, he's, he's had two matches since November 21 and he's had really bad injuries. He just looked a little bit out of place for me. It was great to see him in the ring, but he looked <laughs> a little bit out of place and didn't fit with what the match was. And I, I don't know, I think... Having anyone else in there, such as an Eddie Kingston, would have fit it better. He's but busy. He what did you say, Fraser? Like you said, it, Pac being in that position looked like it was like for Eddie, Eddie Kingston. Yeah. yeah, like even everything with him and Claudio just being like, well, we need to set up a ring for a title match. It, that should have been Eddie Kingston. He's busy though. He is, yeah. In New Japan. Um, but uh, apart from those little nitpicks, I did enjoy the, the whole match. It was good fun. It was chaos. It was exactly what they advertised. I just, I don't know. I just... There's been better ones, and there will be better ones. It was all right. That's what I think. I think when you're on about like structure and pace and stuff, I don't think it really applies to matches like this. I don't think it's a big, stupid cage match with, with big, stupid stunts. Well, that's, just, that's uh, the argument, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. If you just want to see, switch your brain off and go, yay, blood and guts. Absolutely, you got mm. this. If you were looking at it slightly analytical, there was plenty of the pick holes in. Beep, 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 which I'm sure people are. Beep, <laughs> beep, beep. And the fact that they missed the finish... <laughs> Yeah. Oh, well, you must have tapped out or submitted or something. No, no, no. Moxie, with his handcuffed state, said, no, uh, no, I can't take anymore. My boy, my boy, he's being murdered. <laughs> I like the consistency of Moxie whenever someone's getting choked by a rope or a chain. That's a tap out for him. Like, he won't go further than that. Mm. That's too far for him. But I'm interested to see. I don't think Danielson would have done the same in character if he was in the match. Uh. And I'm excited to see if, when he's back from his injury if they play into that and if... One, Utah's like, why did you, hmm. why did he you call? He can't say anything. But would he have, ta would he <laughs> have tapped <laughs> out? <laughs> would he have tapped out? We don't know, but mm. I think I think there'll be a little bit of dissension within the... I think it was a shoot club. choke, and it was right from a tap out. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Gangrel on Raw back in the day. Oh. Yeah, you know, you know. Did you see the bit backstage with Pac afterwards? No. Where he was, was like, uh, they put up a video being like, oh, he's going to challenge Claudio Ring of Honor. But he, uh, he was like, why have you called yourselves Blackpool? It's a hole. And then, yes, <laughs> he knows. And then he was like, it's, it's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> it was really intense. And he's just staring down the camera. He's like, it's embarrassing. The Pleasure Beach isn't even that good, man. <laughs> More like miserable beach. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I liked this a little bit as well. I liked when Don pulled Takeshita out after Pac went away because mm. he's just like, ah, oh, it's not worth it anymore. Yeah, I'll get yeah. my client out of there. Oh, I liked him joining and Taz going, well, uh, Don, Don's you join us. No one told us this. I like it when people just show up. Anyway, <laughs> hey, Don, you doing all right? Don't worry, did, did security scare you? <laughs> <laughs> and I, there was yeah. a little bit from... Uh, the, the bump from Pac where I think it was Nick Jackson was on the table. He just went through his belly. Oh, that oh, that was good. Yeah, oh. no, I love that. Oh, yeah. Oh. Stomped in. Oh, I tell you what, in terms of being just a big stupid thing with like, you know, moments made you go, ooh, and moments made you go, hmm, like McDonald's. Mm -hmm. It's it sla it slapped for me, kids. Yeah. It slapped. It was, it was perfect for that. <laughs> yeah. It was perfect for that. Just, um, eh, bushy. It was a bit melon. Melon? Melon. Oh, melon. Me. <laughs> Oh, on. I was saying something in French. I did like the one bit, though. The highlight was they put Moxie in the bed of nails, and then it just shows him going, ah, I'm dying. And then Omega and Bush are like, oh, hug. And that was... Good dynamite, though, I thought. The week. Really strong week. Let's have a rummage in our mail bags. Ah, rummage in the mailbag. Hi, guys. Huge fun the podcast and all you guys do. This is not really a message about wrestling. Instead, I want to pass on a little information in light of some comments on the latest episode about North American in indigenous are that right? People, indigenous. Thank you. And electronic music. A lot of people's assumptions about indigenous cultures and people are that they are resistant to change, stuck in the past, and or anti-ethical, antithetical, I don't know a word, to modern technology, which are actually rather harmful stereotypes. Oh, bloody hell, what have I said? Contrary to such assumptions, Indigenous musicians have a long tradition of innovation. For example, Cree musician Buffy St. Marie, previously known for her stripped-down folk sound, released her album Illuminations in 1969, which is the first fully quadraphonic electronic vocal album. There are a number of other contemporary... Where's this going? Contemporary Indigenous musicians groups blending dance and hip-hop music and more traditional Indigenous elements, like vocal chanting and drumming, in really interesting ways. The Halusi Nation... That's a good pun... Neon Natives, with a Z on the end, and DJ Shub are just a few names that come to mind. I definitely recommend checking them out. I know the comments on the podcast weren't meant to be dismissive, but the thing about harmful stereotypes is that even well-meaning people can play a role in perpetuating them. Well, fair enough. That's why I want to reach out, because I'm sure you guys will take my comments in the constructive way they're intended. All the best, Chris from Canada. Go, cr table. You could have done more dramatically <laughs> time, could you, Rod? <laughs> the hell. Oh, Chris Mankinda, thank you very much for sharing this lovely information about that. Um, I'm, like I said, I'm not trying to be pig-headed. I'd hope I'd never get to the point where I'm uh, turned into a full gammon and say something, don't even realize I'm being <laughs> offensive. I, I apologize for if it was that I said that would was, and it, that was supposed that may have sounded like I was being dismissive or offensive. Uh, we are, of course, referring to DJ Yif, which is why if you saw me smiling there, trying to just the word Yif just playing in my head and neon lights. Um, what did Jack say? Oh, probably yif, offensive. Yif. I'm a Little fox. No, that's not what he said. Uh, it's close <clears throat> enough. <laughs> yeah, I apologize. Yes, there is someone in NXT who is Native American descent, and they do the little promos, you know, where there's like, my character is, and there's obviously Native American. Apparently, uh, you shoot is indigenous. <laughs> I hate I had to say that. Don't, indigenous. Don't say over your laptop. Indigenous. Indigenous. Um, Ben is also, then I, I'm this, but I'm also this, and he's playing music. Yeah. And I, I think that was probably just going, oh, that's, that's a bit of a change. Or something like that. But yeah, uh, I no offense was intended. Thank you very much for educating me. It's a learning uh, experience, the podcast at times. Yeah. It is. It's funny as well. I mean, we, may have said, we may have spent five seconds talking about that and then another 
three or so podcasts talking about yiffing and furries. <laughs> and there's no mention of that. But again, Chris from Canada, I appreciate being educated. I think we should all be talking to each other and letting us know. Yeah, we're make, making them a fool of ourselves. So thank you very much, Chris from Canada. Thank you. Good day to you all, says somebody else. Hiya. I hope the, stop it. I hope the podcast <laughs> selection is all doing well today. We, I've been better. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm an in and out. We rest the fan. <laughs> I'm in and out. We wrestling fan of 25 years, but the rise of quality of WWE, the accessibility of AW on UK TV, and the YouTube channels like yours has drawn me back in. I'm delighted to see that the wrestling landscape is thriving. I watched an excellent video about Roman Reigns' evolution, which I believe Jack referenced recently. It got me thinking, what's the best journey to getting over as a good guy? The reason I ask is I see lots of examples where wrestlers are presented initially as good guys, i.e. Roman and Rhea, but they never really click with an audience that turning them heel has worked wonders in getting them over, so much so they could, with good rationale and storytelling, turn them into popular faces. Even MJF could turn face given the right story, as we're seeing right now. In oh, yes. I guess Hangman is a modern-day ex exception, but I'm very interested in your thoughts as it seems hard for baby faces to get over as pure baby faces straight off the bat. Love the work you all do. Former Cardiff City in England centre forward Jay Bothroyd, a.k.a. Chris from Essex. Thank you very much. You slag. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, no, not for that. We only have an email from the good Essex people. <laughs> they know. These stereotypes are true, but stop saying it. There's a documentary called Towie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. oh, God, yeah, 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 yeah. No apologies. It's a documentary. I'll <laughs> um, there with Jordy Shaw. That was a documentary. <laughs> Yeah, what were you about to say, pal? I was going to say, if I was a professional wrestler and I was on a journey to become a baby face, my way of choice would be being that good of a heel that people start, <coughs> people started cheering me. Yeah. Then I would get turned organically baby face off the back of that. That would be my, if I could choose a way to become a baby face and it booked seems, as a baby face, that's the way I would go. It seems the most natural. Like, we've seen most acts do that, right? Yeah, or yeah LA Knight, for example. LA Knight, yeah. they yeah. claimed. Yeah. They claimed yeah. it as well. Um, but not to the point where you, you lose what got you treated in the first place. You can still do it under the guise of a baby face. Kevin Owens a good uh, yeah. comparison as well there. Like he, he's not changed really since his match with Stone Cold. <laughs> like no. his character's just the same. Ezekiel turned him face. Remember Ezekiel? Yeah. God. Zeke nope. out, brothers. <laughs> nah, before my time, pal. <laughs> uh, I think the best way to do it is to whatever crap you're thrown from the writing team from Dewey, who just stay in their little isolation chambers, presumably, when they're not doing wrestling, is to make it sound as convincing as possible. Is there much difference between what Austin Theory's given to say than what LA Knight's given? Not no, really, no. but they sound worlds apart. So, decent acting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Decent or, acting. Die. Yeah, that's how you do it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Wait now, one acting. <laughs> right, thank you very much for the question. <laughs> Greetings, gents. Hope all is well with you and yours. You and yeah. yours. You and yeah. your family. You and yours. I am writing this half drunk. Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. After <laughs> mystery solved, after attending the Calgary taping of AW Collision slash Battle of the Belts slash Ring of Honor, it was an excellent experience. By far the most fun I've had at a wrestling event. This taping concluded three weekends of wrestling in a row for me. Oh, God. As my buddies and I went to the Hitman Bar. Yes. For some overpriced food and drinks to watch Money in the Bank. <laughs> The weekend after that was at an event in Calgary called Mexifest. Mexifest was a festival of Mexican culture, consisting of food, drinks, traditional Mexican dancing, and luchadors. The Billington brothers made a special appearance at Mexifest. It was a fun surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the wrestler's name, but they called him El Gigante, and he was a Canadian guy 
who came down the ring with a gun holster loaded with bottles of maple syrup. <laughs> and he would drink shots of maple syrup to hulk up. Sorry for the long-winded email. As I said before, I am half drunk. Mexifest made me think of a question to ask you fellas. What's your favorite type of Mexican food? Tacos, Ooh. burritos, tamales, or something I didn't list. Best wishes from James in Calgary. Uh, Alberta, Alberta, Canada. Canada. AK, former <laughs> Paraguayan right back. Uh, Chiqui Arce. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Arse. <laughs> Thank you, Ross. I'm glad I could come oh, on He's done a pun there, isn't it? Chiqui Arse. A R C E. Cheeky arse. Cheeky arse. That's not an actual footballer, I don't think. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm saying really like... <laughs> I say? Cheeky arse. <laughs> Whilst I Google who, if that is real <laughs> or not. That's a real person, yeah. I, Mexican food. I, um, recent, I quite like an enchilada. Um, yeah. But I've, I've recently quite enjoyed chalupas, um, which, which is, is a, a taco, but the bread so is Wonka's, fried. Willy Wonka's little friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that trailer, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> Do you see Hornswoggle on Piers Morgan? No. Oh. Oh, that's a good 15-minute yeah, watch. Good fun. <laughs> what was he doing? Having a debate about uh, the casting of little people in film. Oh, sweet. I have yeah, to watch yeah. him. Mm. Because I forgot he was on Cultaholics uh, News this week that he remember he dressed up as AJ Styles for him. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, just to talk over you, yeah, he's real. Cheeky ass, he's real. <laughs> he's real. <laughs> he's bloody real. I'm just. I'm he's really good incredible. apparently as well. He has the distinction of being chosen seven times as the ideal team of America. There's something nominated the most times in history. And he, he recalled former, that half drunk. Former Paraguayan right back, Chik, uh, it's C-H-I-Q-U-I. He's Chik, paid because it sounds like cheeky ass. Cheeky ass. Cheeky ass. That's what we're saying. Wow. You yeah. do live and learn on this podcast. Competed a total of 61 times the Paraguayan national team between 95 and 04. <laughs> That's a great name. What's your favorite Mexican food? I'm a big fan of a burrito and a quesadilla. Yeah. How about a quesadilla as well? A quesadilla? Yeah. A quesadilla. Well, just have one. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mine's quesadilla for that joke alone. Um, yes, I have to pick what I have to... I used to love enchiladas, mm -hmm. but obviously they're covered in cheese now, so I'm not allowed to oh, do yeah. that. Balls. Yeah. But now, post-dairy, yeah. Some taco, burrito, all great, all lovely. Tell you uh, what's your favorite place to go to? Them? I was just about to say, we went to uh, Chipotle for the first time in London. And that's up there with the best burritos I've ever had, which is probably going to be sacrilege to people who have ch uh, Chipotle They're all the time. Yeah, white yeah, yeah. people Mexican, I think they call them in America. But like, so, sorry? That's what they like. Yeah, it's just oh, right. in America. Yeah. No, I was being right. No, no, look. I look. I'm the said. first bloody email. I'm I didn't know what like you said. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be an arse. I, I think I make the best tacos. Oh, nice. <laughs> I believe that. Because he, yeah. he still got your Instagram? Uh, I, I don't really post on it apart from stories occasionally, but I did. Can we show the Instagram on the podcast? I'll get, I'll get. Joel, the Joel, I'm going to send you the photo of the tacos that I made. No, I don't well, because I don't. The Instagram I don't use. We just need a general look at the Instagram because I remember looking at the Instagram and I saw the the mound of it's rice. Kitch, kitchen porter. Kitchen porter. But I don't. Oh. I don't have any of the posts up. They're all old. I deleted some. Oh, you deleted some. Which is why I'm going to send Joel because the food goes off. Is the Teletubby house of uh, rice still there? Kitchen, <laughs> kitch, kitchen porter. I don't know if it'll be. At Kitchen Porter. This is a thrilling podcast. This is fantastic podcast content. The only person we've searched for in the history of Instagram is <laughs> Richard Tubman. <laughs> so I don't kitchen, think it's going to come hang up. Hang on. The kitchen Porter is a very generic term. At, you know at that, At Kitchen right? Porter. Don't put a space in, yeah. Yeah, no oh, space. Oh, I see. One word. It's like Gordon Soli. <laughs> two, two words. Two words. Oh, you Five never hear just say kitchen Gordon Porter. or Soli. There he is. 
Now then, oh. some of where's your mound of oh. rice gone, well, that's Fraser? The thing. I deleted it. quite a lot of the content from it. That's what I knew you were. Some of this stuff. From why would you delete lockdown? your rice? It was like a Teletubby uh, house of rice. It was incredible. Yeah, yeah. Why would you delete that? Did you get a DMCA? No, just some, someone is. <laughs> someone's been wanting Tinky the handle. Winky banging on the door. I've had. I've had a lot of people message me for the handle. Um, I mean, that is a great handle. Yeah, fairness. right. Yeah. Make some money there. So I've got that's some biscuits, American style biscuits. Those are scones. oh American biscuits. American biscuits. American biscuits. Had them with fried American chicken. American biscuits. Fried chicken. American biscuits. <laughs> did you like cut them in half and put them as a chicken sandwich? I did. Or? Yeah. Oh, okay. They're like biscuits. like quite salty. They're um kind of like a, a croissant inside, oh. almost. Oh, flaky. It's really, really smell good. them. Yeah, you've got to grate the butter. That's how great you get butter. The, that's how you get the. I did great butter. Isn't it? No, a stick of butter. <laughs> yeah, a stick of butter and just grate it. You can grate it, yeah. Okay. So you make it cold first. You must be like a, oh. an alligator or something with you. Because surely the other half would just melt no, you, hold, well, right. you, you make it really, really cold. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And it's wrapped. But that's that's some biscuits there. <laughs> I think you just like The paella is the one I'm... You know, that's, I like. Oh, that is... Oh. It's great. I made one on holiday. You fat bastard. That's a big... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, hang on. There's a lot of it. That's all for me. Uh, that, was, that was 2020, actually. That was lockdown. Um, I was making that for the flat. It was good. That was very nice. I was, coo- I was cooking for the entire flat throughout lockdown. It was in your flat? Uh, my mate Jordy and Rachel were staying with me. Lovely. So it was the three of us. We made dinner. Made dinner. It was great. I'd spend like three hours in the kitchen just cooking each day. It was brilliant. Wake up first thing. Saying to Rachel, what do you want for dinner? I'll make it. What What's next, Joel, on this episode yeah. of Fraser in the Some Kitchen? Sushi. <laughs> I've got, oh, wow. I've got a you sushi smell what Fraser's <laughs> cooking. Where's Mount Fuji? I wasn't as pleased yeah, with Yeah, did you them. take a picture of your tent? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad you've deleted the Teletubby Rice House. It was I incredible. I think that was just on my story, though. Oh, Jeez. hey, you know what? I always have a sushi. Some chips. <laughs> That's right. Now I've seen your ability. We're going to take them for that with you. I'm going to see if nice I can swap. find the, the one I mentioned the tacos. Because Ooh, they're, they're oh, the yes. Sesame. Don't mind if I do. That's, that's the tacos that I'm referencing. I'm going to send it to you, Joe. They're quite unspectacular. Are you logged in on Slack there? Yes. They're un- oh, unspectacular. God, right. <laughs> I think <laughs> going people, all the way. people are clicking across the corner as you speak now. <laughs> no. I think, all right, yeah. So you is the end. Okay. That's, that's who makes the best taco. <laughs> Anyway. I'm, I'm, I'm anyway. confident in my ability to cook tacos. Okay. I don't think there's any Mexican food I don't like. So all of them. All of the Mexican well, politician. That's, that's the tacos that I made. They're like queso tacos. So that I've fried them. Yeah. And it's they're very spicy and delicious. You would be in Scottish. Aiden, Aiden asked for the recipe. He did a very good job of making them himself. Aiden did? Yeah. They wouldn't I've, have had them in the war, would they? <laughs> 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 it was filled with spam. I was going to say corned <laughs> corn beef, beef tacos. <laughs> hey, it's a war on us the last a week. So, yeah. Oh, thank you very much. That was Fraser in the kitchen. Yep. Mm, great segment. Yum, yum, pig's bum. Christ. Close line from Hello, gents. <laughs> In keeping tradition of the recent podcast theme of the last month or so, I decided to visit Anthrocon. Oh, Christ. Why have you gone that? Why is that? Oh, Christ. Oh, I know what Antocon means. When it comes what is to, it? I, uh, I'll, I'll skip that. All right. <laughs> when it came to town this past weekend, I'm not kidding when I say I have never seen so many furries casually walking down the street, just blending in with everyone else. I, 
Believe it or not, the most common first owner was the wolf. Of course. Of course, course we believe that. We're all the wolves. Wolf back, We're says, all wolves here. Immediately, my mind went the idea that this would be the perfect place where I would lo love to see Mafu in a panel after hanging out with X-Pac and just let him soak in with the furry atmosphere. As it seems like that is his natural element. It's <laughs> a lot of furries. It, it's it's the meetup for them also. It seems the most prevalent furry is your, either your tiger or your cheetah, your leopard, not yeah. your wolf. Wow. I'm just no, looking that's, at that's because you've just seen one image on Google <laughs> Images the first. No, time. I'm looking at all the images here. This eclectic collection. Are you, are you, do you know the furry community well? That is this why it's been a regular discussion on the podcast. It's. I make one comment about DJ. Okay. I have to do an apology to the Native Americans and Canadians, <laughs> Indigenous people, and people who DJ music. And now someone's like, I'm invite. I'm getting invited to Anthrocon. You should go. Just as you. You've got oh, to go. Uh, uh, yeah, any Anthrocon people and any dealers, presumably if they want me to, I was over the Xbox. Well, I read, yeah, yeah, I'll come. <laughs> I'll keep. I'll, I'll ride the gimmick all the way to the, the ferry train. This leads me to my question: Has there been an instance where you feel like a match or moment in the ring has taken place at the wrong time? Ooh. How did that step back? <laughs> and right. <laughs> when would you have preferred to see it? For me, it probably would have been Bailey versus Sasha Banks from Hell in the Cell 2020. That was one of the hottest things in wrestling during a time where wrestling was at a pretty low point. And I feel like it was WrestleMania-worthy match for the story it told. Fair enough. But it was ultimately wasted in a B-level pay-per-view that didn't even close the show. Hmm. As is tradition, I've been watching you guys since the name redacted days and I've been watching Botchamania since about 08. Yes. Thank you guys for all you do. 08? Hey, oh, yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy making the content as much as we love watching it. Uh, Fraser wasn't born yet. Sincerely, <laughs> former Sundance Stoke City and Atlanta United forward... Uh, Kenwyn Jones? Kenwyn Jones. Kenwyn Jones. Atlanta United. Bloody hell. A.K.A. Rebecca Romero from Pittsburgh. Love heart. Love heart to you too, Rebecca Romero. Um, whatever persona you are, you didn't include it. I noticed that. We all noticed it. Mm, just be proud. Uh, yeah. And yeah, and hello to any Afrocon people. Uh, yes, that confusing message aside, <laughs> so what, what was the match that should have happened at another time? Uh, well, so keeping the, the theme of that, Brock and Drew. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, the other one that jumps to my mind is Shield Triple Threat. It shouldn't oh. have been on Battleground 2016. It should have been at WrestleMania 33. Was that the one or where whichever it WrestleMania. was done? The draft had been done the previous. Yep. Just weird. So we knew who was pacing. kind of walking out based on the yep. title situation. And Ambrose had won it the month before. They had the cool moment of them all having yep. the title in the same night at Money in the Bank. Having them paper the match at Battleground was a bit sort of like, right, this is a WrestleMania main event in the making and we'll never likely see it yeah Sting yeah. versus Triple H at Wrestlemania 31 that's a good one any time you would have done that 2001 Invasion mm. yeah let's get it done oh no 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 I think Sting was right to go oh let's see how Booker T <laughs> oh no 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 no, no, no you're alright yeah end of, end of the streak I maybe Goldberg versus Undertaker Super Showdown yeah <laughs> yeah any other year right maybe given, given Edge the end of the streak that's who I always wanted to Break the streak, maybe him. You Ooh. evil man. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a good thing. WrestleMania uh, 24 was it's like a good argument to make. I should say it was like he's undefeated at WrestleMania. Undertaker, I can't do this. I was wrong, wildly wrong. But I was a big Edge fan. But it was weird though because you go, well, you know, Undertaker's on his way out, and so Edge should pick up the pace. But then Undertaker lasted longer, than much Edge, longer. Yeah, which is like, <laughs> of course, big fan of that match though. A tactical warfare. Yeah, Edge. Oh yeah, blocked everything apart from the new move. Oh, ooh. Uh. Similar Desert Island Graps top three matches. Oh, it was so good. great match. I think I can't think of any errors. No. I can't think of any errors. I don't know why I did that. I'm very sorry. <laughs> I'm completely wanting drugs, so I instinctively started sucking my gums. I'm sorry. <laughs> mm. 
Thank you very much for sending those lovely questions and complaints. And again, feel free. Like I said, if we say something wrong, please let us know. What do you mean? Whatever mean to, it's not a place to piss yeah. people off this podcast. Yeah. Sometimes we swing and miss, and we should be battered for it ourselves. Exactly. Right. And send those batters to mailbag at cultaholic.com. Yeah, Don't clean up the mailbag, yeah? Crack the case, yeah. See? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, Rispis. Okay. How you doing, pal? I hope you are well there in Cultaholic Towers. We are. You lot are excellent presenters, writers, video editors, and journalists. Mm. There's one person who <laughs> yeah. said it. You are so great all-round YouTubers for how much you know about your own YouTube channel. Nothing. Ooh. Below, I have compiled a list of the most popular videos on your list of channel, Illustrious, yeah, can't say any word today, bloody hell, in each category, such as most popular, top 10 video, etc. All you have to do is tell me what you think is the most popular in each category. And for a okay. bonus point, how many views each video has. Oh, figures correct as of three weeks ago when I originally came up with this idea. <laughs> right. Do you have a pen? Um, no, I'm just asking in general. <laughs> <laughs> I asked Joel for a penny once you need one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you need one. <laughs> Just good podcast this week, isn't it? In the sea. Can I have a life raft, please? <laughs> Most popular video overall. Oh, I know that one. Go on. Uh, the, uh, every WWE champion ranked. That's yeah. That's, yeah, that's right. Is it? And uh, go on. Views you get, wise. Yeah, views wise. Oh. Two and a half million. Uh, 3.5. No, 5.3. Oh, okay. baby. Five. Most popular non-ranked video. Uh, oh, oh, God. Oh, uh, this is impossible. Well, it's a really obvious one. Uh, non-ranked. It comes up with... You know, it comes up anytime you look at anything wrestling. It comes up with suggested things. Top 10 wrestling matches of all time. Non-ranked. Not a top 10. It's not a top 10? No. Oh, um, then... One of the documentary ones. Oh, and oh, Rabbit, Chris Benoit's story. The history of WWE. Screwed. The complete story oh. of the screen. Oh, yeah. The screwed Bastard. job. Uh, any idea? A 1.8 million. A 1.3. 3.2. Wow. We're getting good views. Yeah. 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 No idea how good you are. Most popular top 10 video. Uh, top 10 wrestlers who hated each other in real life. Ten moves that'll kill you, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's a list of uh, that's got to be, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Top ten match types that were never used again. It's the one with Bloody Sting on the broken casket. On the casket one. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, then it's got to be two point four million. Uh, oh, three and a half since we're selling ourselves. Two point six. I'll give oh, a point to Fraser. Yes. Oh, bollocks! That was a name redacted list. <gasps> Oh, right. The 10 moves that'll kill you. Uh, how many? Three million, oh, seven years. Hell, right. Seven years ago. So technically, <laughs> I was... One of them says... <laughs> Te- right, technically, whatever. I was there you when were, it happened. Yeah, 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 yeah I was yeah. there. And you got the number right. Yeah. No, we'll oh, yeah. yeah. There we go. Mm-hmm. Didn't write Most it. popular, what happened to that wrestler video? The invasion. What happened at? 
No, whatever happened to that wrestler? Oh, whatever happened to the wrestler? You know the song. Whatever happened to the wrestler? You must have heard it nine million times. You edited it. Um, God, uh, the invasion is a good one, but I think maybe NXT first batch of NXT. Yeah, well, I'm every member of the Nexus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. there you go. How many hits? Um, what was the last one? Two point. I, I'll say two point one million. One point three. It's two million, so I praise oh. I'll give you another point there because it's pretty close. Most popular rise and fall video. Is it Vince McMahon? Rise and fall of WCW. TNA. Oh, we've not done it. Oh. W- mm. um, oh, that's a yeah. That's a that's that'll only be that'll not that won't have broken a million yet. It's not been up that. Yeah, long. I was gonna say it's not loaded. It, not, sorry, not hit a million. So seven hundred and fifty k. Nine hundred seventy-eight thousand. Seven hundred forty-six k. Well done. Wow. Get in. Uh, most popular. What happened at? It's got to be a WrestleMania. WrestleMania yeah. thirty-four. What happened at WrestleMania thirty-eight? Thirty-four is right. Ooh. How many views? Uh, oh, this could be four hundred and sixty thousand. Uh, I mean, that sounds about right. But we'll leave it lower. Three hundred sixty. Six hundred twenty-seven. That was a bump of WrestleMania yeah, for us. That one. I tell Absolutely. you. Most popular reaction video. WrestleMania 34. That, yeah, I would also <laughs> say that one, yeah. Royal Rumble 2018. Really? Oh, the thumbnail no is Nakamura way. screaming in pain. So <laughs> people hated him. Uh, it's in the hundreds and thousands. What did they get? Uh, 600,000. 739. Uh, 615, so close enough. I'm going to give it to Fraser. Uh, most popular predictions video. WrestleMania 34. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, mean, I feel like that's... Pr- I'll go 35 just to mix it up a bit. Greatest Royal Rumble, 2018. That's... Shut the front door. <laughs> I have no idea why, but... Okay, <laughs> then views-wise... Um, and the hundred thousands? 700 odd. 560,000. Nah, it's just under 600,000, so... Nah, apologies. God, we don't know the <laughs> channel at all. No. Oh, it's almost as if you upload a video please. and then forget it existed. Yeah. <laughs> On to the next. Yes. Most popular graded video? WrestleMania 34. <laughs> It'll be a random smack. <laughs> like... Uh, yeah, a, a pay-per-view. Uh, WrestleMania. Yeah, WrestleMania 34. Sorry, I'm Ross. I'm stealing your... No, it's Raw, the 22nd of October. Why wouldn't you get that? <laughs> it's one course. where Roman vacates the title. Okay. Ah, yeah. yeah, that makes uh, sense. Any idea on the views? 200 and some thousand. Uh, 312. No, just under 500,000. Oh. Most popular tier list. Ross, you should know this. Uh, attitude era, I'd guess, off the top of my head. Um... Ooh. Actually, you're a superstar, to be more precise. I'll go Ruthless Aggression. That would be funny, wouldn't it? No, superstars. it is the uh, Actually, you're Wrestlers. Wrestlers. I presume you yeah. said superstars because you're pros. Yeah. Uh, any idea in the hits? 1.7. million. Oh, steady. That would never. Jesus. <laughs> I'm involved. I don't get hit anymore. 461k. <laughs> I was closer with 12. You were. Most popular news video, Goldberg apologizes. Oh, you idiot. <laughs> Goldberg apologizes for Sorry, Super for, Showdown yeah. match. Sorry, a moment of madness there. Um, we'll move on. The it, thumbnail is Goldberg dropping the take on his head. Yeah. Get in. That's a point for me, surely. Yeah. Uh, it's got 400,000 views. 312. Uh, nah, 346k. Ooh. Nah, I'm going to be anal. I'll give it to you. Most popular WTF moments. WrestleMania 34 with um, 62 hits. Greatest Royal Rumble. It's WrestleMania 34, <laughs> 312, thumbnails, Braun and Nicholas. 312? Wow. I thought I was dead. <laughs> to be fair, that was 2018, yeah, that. Yeah. Most popular podcast episode. Oh, that's impossible. Uh, that's I mean, there's no way you're going to get a number. Um, What's the question? Give us a clue about the question. The big question. 
what's going to happen on this upcoming pay-per-view? <laughs> at WrestleMania 34. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's recent. It's quite no. recent. What's going to happen on... WrestleMania 39. I wouldn't have guessed this. By it's, it's not what you Crown saying. Jewel 2021. <laughs> clash this what's what's going to happen? I was going to say Clash at the Castle, but... Oh, the first AEW revolution. No, nah, 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 you never get it. Will Sammy overshadow Cody? Released on Feb 10th of this oh, year. The was, week before Elimination Chamber. Ah. I did more than WrestleMania. Bloody yes. hell, all right. Um, do you want an idea of our most viewed podcast? 200. 200,000? Um, 350,000. Uh, 304K. And a special For mention... For a podcast? For a podcast. Yeah. That's, that's seven really, hours long. That's good. That's really <laughs> good. I don't get it. Like, yeah. Uh, the WCPW podcast special, 658K. Wow. Okay. Never forget. Thanks for all you do, hardwood, rich mahogany. Yay! <laughs> Chuck Taylor fan. Joe from Wexford Island. Thank you very much. Cheers, and Joe. It was Thank you. four each. Well done. You both know wow, your products so we well. Channel. You both deserve to be kept here and paid <laughs> until we get sick of you. Thank you very much, uh, the Reese's Pieces. And thank you very much for doing that, for a pair of you. Thank you. If you have any Reese's Thank you for pieces, the pen, Joe. Thank you for the pen, Joe. Mailbag at callhype.com. Here's your pen, Joe. <laughs> it's Cultaholics Big Question What a lovely podcast oh. And just a shout out to our lovely, sexy, magnificent producers Chris Routh Routh of the South Oh, Reno He's the mouth going now <laughs> towards Iceland I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> Reno, two, two, zero, zero. The Reno with zero, your little zero. rat tail on the back of your head there from WCW in 2000. <laughs> <laughs> Noah Anderson. And Anderson. Uh, even Joel Joel's getting involved. Yeah. There. <laughs> it's autopilot now. Uh, <sighs> oh. And the big question this week. We've already answered it seven times in the midst of the podcast. Yeah, but it's so fun when I talk about it some yeah. more. Who will turn first, Adam Cole or MJF? So we've had the little clue so far of Cole touching the belt, MJF seeing him, but mm -hmm. Cole not seeing that MJF saw him, which would tell you that'll be MJF because Cole didn't know he saw him. Mm. That's my that's my that's my input. Mm. <laughs> but you, to counter that, Adam Cole was looking at the belt first, thinking maybe I'm going to turn on him. You know that's the focus. Yeah, MJF caught him, but Adam Cole was thinking about it first. MJF wasn't thinking about turning. Because he's, or at least to us, he was having, he's having good fun. He's finally got a friend. And the betrayal will mean so much more when his one and only friend does turn on him because he wants the title. But I think they'll be tag champs. I think they're genuinely going to win the tag belts. And maybe go into their title match doing a Shawn Michaels John Cena where they've both got the, the tag belts as well. Oh, Iranu. And then, <laughs> then you get the turn. Oh, and then no. have the acclaimed beat them because the acclaimed need something to do. The acclaimed beat them? Yes. Hang on a second. I you were going know. well. I don't, yeah. I don't, know, about, yeah, I don't know about that part. But <laughs> did a ninety-yard dash and dropped the ball Try before it the line. By the end, yeah. There's only uh, one person, our team that can beat the, if they do get the title belts, yeah. and that is the the Young Bucks. <laughs> They're the heroes we yeah, need yeah, in yeah. the time of strife. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. We'll see who can crack first. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think if I can say anything that I haven't already said, but I'm trying to think when MGF's going to turn on Adam Cole. It'll be in that collision match, won't it? Tag it, titles on the line. Both members of FTR down. Fantastic. Let's go for it. 
Adam Cole goes to the pin. One, double, two, broken up by MGF. Double so. clothesline, but he swings him, gives him a rainmaker. Oh, do it all. Little then. pirouette on the dance floor. That's all of effort there. Again, another reference to Torval and Dean. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> double clothesline him, then hold on, just spin around like <laughs> a top. We'll go for the double clothesline, but the MJF won't. He's got the rest control. Just, yeah, MJF the Beyblade himself <laughs> taking him out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when is the turn going to happen as well? Because, yeah, collision seems like the logical step, but... It's too soon. It's too soon, yeah. right? It feels like they've struck gold with this, and I think doing the turn at all-in will be that more impactful because the, having a pay-per-view a week after feels a bit strange because you're going to have a world title match at all-in and then a week mm. later have another one. Have yeah. them be a tag team at all-in and have the turn happen then, and you've got 80-odd right. thousand people furious at either Cole or MJF, whoever does turn, the, it will be so much more impactful in front of that big crowd. Plus, MJF can't come to England and not do his MJF dodgy promo and not talk about, oh, your teeth sucks, your all-day <laughs> breakfasts are awful, <laughs> can't get off the world, you only know salt as a spice, etc. Et yeah. so, yeah. Or the alternative is, Adam Cole just goes, yeah. Just I like MJF style, actually. One more titles with him there, bloody Roddy Strong. Roddy boring strong. He never lets me go out for Chinese. <laughs> oh, Roddy Strong's the cost in the belt, isn't he? The jealousy. I could do. Yeah. But again, that has I don't the... know why he would do that and what that would do for Roddy Strong, because he's not he's not he's not at that level. Maybe I think it's to... funny just Roddy Strong got it, but you know, you know he's a dick and go, No, what are you talking <laughs> yeah, about? Yeah, it does the whole trying to convince him that MJF's faking this yeah. when actually MJF's being genuine. But is Adam Cole faking this relationship? I don't. I don't think they both already admitted that they were going to turn on each other. I would. Oh, I would like it if Adam Cole turned on MJF, just because yeah. it would be MJF not coming out on top of, for once. Yeah. Like mm. you know, not that feels weird to say. You know what I'm trying to say? Though. No, I think yeah. I think it's, I, I, that's why I want Adam Cole to be the one to turn. His character's not changed from when he was a heel. He's just people cheer him now, and he plays video games. He's yeah. lovely. And he's lovely. Oh, is yeah. that how he's going to turn? Yeah. MGF's like, oh, I love that game you got me. He's like, yeah, yeah, oh, I beat it last week. And I was like, you what? Yeah. You deleted my save. <laughs> no, no, there's multiple saves. It's like, you beat that. I haven't beat the game. Yeah. Are there oh. games that rival each other? Like, uh, they can be in some so like Cole, games. Like, Call of Duty, Battlefield. Oh, yeah, there we go. Cole could be a fan of Battlefield, and MGF loves yeah. a bit of Cole. Mm. I got your Pokemon. Which one? FIFA. Red. Pez. Blue. Uh, That's not even a contest anymore, <laughs> is it? Yeah, Pez is dead. FIFA F or EA Sports FC. EA FC. Yeah. What's the Pez thing called now? E-Football. E-Football. Yeah. I'm not calling it that. It's free as well. I'll still call it International Superstar Soccer, mate. That's good that they have a rivalry in these games. Because yeah. it just seems Microsoft owns them all now. The two, yeah, they, they own everything. Yeah. But they don't own MGF or Adam Cole. Oh. That's where the town's going to be. And they don't own... Us. You know who does own this podcast? You two magnificent bastards. You two oh. have been great this time. <laughs> Bloody hell, it's been a blast doing this lovely podcast with you. If you obviously any of the thoughts on MGF and Cole, please let us know in the comments. Oh, you already have. Cheers. Uh, Razor, what have you got for us until next week? Uh, there is a worst shows ever on the channel already at the moment. It's King of the Ring 1999. Yes, it's an Attitude Era show and it was pretty bad. Which one is it? King of the Ring 1999. So on the channel right now, you can go and watch that. Uh, I'm streaming Friday night so actually it's already happened so thanks for watching the stream uh, but I'll be yeah. back next week um, what do you stream on a Friday at the moment I'm tears I'm, of joy yeah tears of joy I'm, I'm doing Spider-Man at the moment Spider-Man Miles Morales but I very, game, right? very different games I should do a cooking stream yeah try and get over well with my cooking that. yeah I don't have a big enough kitchen well how big a kitchen do you need a space to have a camera to film 
Oh. Yeah, I don't have that. My kitchen's quite small. You eat an island, don't you? Yeah. So you yeah. do the night. You get like a rat, like Ratatouille, to hold the camera for you. <laughs> I'd be great. I often get told I look like that rat, actually. The rat? Hang yeah. on. Not both, the chef. Both what? the rat and the chef. Joel, I'm going to need a picture, please, of the rat from Ratatouille. Down Remy. The podcast. Good old Remy. I get told like a rat. I get told I look like both Remy and Linguini. Fraser, you're a handsome bastard. And That's Roddy. shocking. And Roddy. From I look like the bloody chef. Remy the rat. No, not the chef. The uh, the food critic. That one. The grey one. Genuinely, I get. I've been told that I look like both the rat. You look more like the guy. Who no, I, think I, look, I think I look more like him. <laughs> I also. Right, right, okay, maybe in a push, but more just compared to a rat. Can you look at the food critic. Go down. There. Yeah, that's me after a shave. <laughs> <laughs> ah, checkmate, Fraser. That was you after tasting wrestling at the weekend. <laughs> Live wrestling. It really was. Bloody hell. I'm like, hey, wrestling's good. And yeah. people are like, yes, wrestling YouTuber for years. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Stupid idiot. Keep your opinions to yourself. Leave us alone. Uh, Ross, what have you got? Uh, uh, not much, because I was off on Monday. So I spent the week just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which one are you from Ratatouille? I can't remember any of the characters. I'm not seeing Fraser there at all. I, have I you seen get, Ratatouille? I get, I get... No, I haven't seen Fraser. Oh, that's a good one. Flushed away There's right you. as well. There you are. I'm there, like yeah. Ross. Spin image. That looks like me. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember anything. That's from right to two. So yeah. If the saucy spider from James and the Giant Peach was a human pixel, uh, pixelar, that's the free edit. And uh, stuff then like Jack that. would be arrested for stalking. <laughs> that would be her. Yeah, I've not got much because I was I was away at the start of the week. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say, there, Joel? That's Jack. Jack. Did you say? You just said that's Jack off the screen. <laughs> that was the words of Joel and Joel yeah, alone. Holland. Um, Joel Holland, yeah, Joel Holland and his pens. Yeah. Um, so Matthew, what have you got coming up? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I've been ill the entire bloody week. It's the first time I woke up, felt magnificent. Oh, what do you have? Bit of, bit Just a bit of cold. Oh. Okay. Bit of crappy cold that wouldn't go away. I wouldn't have come in. It's not the vid. I've had myself checked, but I was. Uh, I blamed it on the disgusting people of the Northwestern thing. <laughs> the plebs <laughs> that you didn't sit with. <laughs> That's right. But I was like, no, I used to go and see these guys all the time. So it's, they've always been like that. It's just I'm so out of touch that I made myself ill. So Maybe uh, and it was worth doing it. Your immune system's become weak because you haven't been there. Exactly. For a while. Yeah. That's how it works. The uh, herd immunity or whatever they call it. Aye. So I'm something like that. The, the gym herd immunity. <laughs> That's what you old WSW. Um, Don't go on the top rope now. <laughs> <laughs> That top rope is immune from you. Oh, God. <laughs> End the podcast. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. This is me, Fraser. This is me, Ross. This is me, Joel and his pens. This is me, Puppy Jack. Joel and his pens. Uh, Mailbagagolic.com, patreon.com, forward slash call. You're not on the screen. You're not even on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> leave me alone. And uh, we'll leave you by... Whatever. Bye. Bye. By pointing at the screen and saying... I think you should do, do the Jack impression. Your impersonation into the screen. Yeah, can you just do it yourself? <laughs> go, go, I did it. Uh, this might be sticky. <laughs> what the? <laughs> I'm sorry, Jack. <laughs> no, wait, hang on. I remember when I haven't been on the episode and Jack's been like, I eat pandemic. Holy Jack. It's me, Matthew. <laughs> Ooga booga. Like, nah, bollocks to you. Nah, everything's, everything's fair in podcasting. yeah. <laughs> That's the point of the sign. Oh, yeah. Hey. Ooga booga. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 